What's up, Gachi Farmy Gang? F Army Gang. Is it Gachi Farmy Gang or Gachi F Army Gang? Ah, the Farming Army. Yes. That seems like it would be hard to say five times fast. Gachi, gachi Farming Army. <laughs> gachi Farming Army. Gachi Farming Army. Good thing you're not going to have to say it ten times fast. So that's, <laughs> that's a positive. Good morning and good night, goobs. I think we should change it from good morning to just good day. Isn't that like, doesn't that cover everybody? There's like a war on Twitter about if it's good morning, good night, good afternoon. It's good day. Good day, sir. Uh, good morning, always. Somebody's waking up, right? Somewhere. Good day, sir. Ooh, somebody has their hand raised, and it is moon. I didn't realize that. Hey, moon, what's up? Hey there. Doing good. And you? I'm doing good. I uh, I stayed out very late, but I didn't drink as much as I normally do. Uh, so <laughs> I went to a piano bar last night, which is very interesting. Oh, I see. Yeah, it was uh, this woman who's she's a really good pianist, and she was just singing, you know, like covers. But at one point, I we got in there at like one in the morning, and we were the last ones there, so we got her to play some of her own songs, and she was just a lot of fun. It was it was really cool. Have you seen anything about this wag me gachi stuff, uh, Moon? Sorry, my, my headset just cut out. Uh, can you repeat it? Have you uh, seen or heard anything about the wag me uh, gachi thing? Oh, by the, the loot creator? Oh, is that the creator of the loot? I think. Um, yeah, I've just briefly seen it. Yeah, I know that... Uh... He blocked Coder Dan, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He couldn't handle yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's similar to the the thing by Andre Kronje with the padding stuff. Like he's pretending it's some revolutionary tech that you can pet it once a day and and get points or whatever. When Avogadro has been doing it since March. Yeah, that's that's a sign of how strong our project is because we have we're finally getting imitators. Yeah. But they're on the Ethereum network, right? So petting is like like not good at this point, right? Yeah, it costs a fortune to pet. I don't I don't know who came up with the idea to spend gas to pet on mainnet. Yeah, this is a proof of concept. <laughs> they yeah. just didn't go all the way. Uh, Moon, how many portals did you win in the raffle? Um, 60. 60? Holy moly. <laughs> yeah, I, I entered a, a lot of tickets. So when you win that many portals, or if you get that many portals in general, do you, uh, do you open them all at once? Like, you know, batch open for the VRF? Or are you doing it like a few at a time so that you could see kind of how the randomness is working for you? I think most people are just 
going for batches of 10 at a time. I'm personally not going to open any of them because my luck just sucks. I always get trash gotchies. So I'm just keeping my portals for now. Hey, Jared, what's up? You have to unmute yourself, Jared. Yeah, I ended up, uh, I bought a floor gachi. It was a 501. I talked about it on Twitter yesterday. It's the first gachi I've ever sold. I sold it for like a 10 or 15% profit. Uh, but I felt weird, so I bought another unopened portal. And then I opened the portal, and everything is like sub 475. There's no cool, like maybe one <laughs> mythical eye, like one mythical eye shape. And I was like, dang it. Like, I just, like, I just, this portal was like, 450 or something like that. Well, no, actually, it might have been more than that. Uh, 470 or something like that for the unopened portal. And I was like, I should have just left it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, the the floor price is way too low right now. Like, Gotchi's selling for 250 Ghost. Uh, I don't know. That's way too low, in my opinion. Yeah, so 250 I saw is the that cheapest. Yannick or the, the ghost.gg guys, they snack snacked another like 100 gotchas or something. Yeah, Bearded was talking about that yesterday that he's like trying to uh, hold on to, I guess, 3% of circulating supply of gotchas. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm not sure if uh, his wallet, the, the Yannick wallet, is a guild wallet. So if it's the entire ghost.gg guild. Um, or if it's really just Yannick, one guy. Because if it's just one guy with 800 gotchis, that's insane. That's commitment. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's it's the guild wallet, so it's not as crazy, but 800 is still a lot. So for their guild wallet, is that like a DAO? Like they have like a multi-sig wallet that they like the whole guild controls? I, I don't know. I Maybe, probably... I don't know. You'd have to ask them, but I don't think it's just Yannick's wallet with 800 gotchis and I don't know how many God likes. It's interesting because if uh, when the realm starts, if it is like a DAO of some sort of multi-sig wallet, they're like, you know, I can imagine the payout to the members of that guild for all the gotchis alchemica being channeled or however they handle, I guess, the monetization of their play to earn. That's that's an interesting dynamic to have. Uh, I'm sure uh, Musashi, if he was here, could talk about it because I know he has like a group of people also that like kind of invested together in this pool for their uh, gachi. So I wonder how they're going to handle that. Yeah, definitely going to be interesting, especially when gotchis are also like 10x when some people are starting to uh, to sell their stuff. Hey guys, like how you... Oh yeah, now we can. Yeah, we can hear you. How's it going? Going well. How, how's everything for you? Yeah, going pretty well. Uh, yeah, picking up some really cheap uh, portals and, and gotchis right now. So a few paper hands out there at the moment. So just after the raffle, want to dump their, their portal. So <laughs> I'm just taking advantage of getting a few more of those scotchies. So yeah, it's uh, working out pretty well for me. Uh, do you know offhand, I'm going to go to your site and see if I can see it, but do you know how many portals have H2 portals have been summoned already? Yeah, I'll check that. It's, uh, it's going quite quickly. Actually, a lot of people are 
summoning and opening. Um, let me just pull up the stats. Yeah, I will say I love the uh, floor price feature that you have on the page now because I have like I'm always tracking what the uh, double mythical H2 gachi, you know, double mythical eyes on H2 gachis, what yep. that floor is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, it's good to get a sort of good snapshot all in one place. So, yeah, out of um, the Horn 2 portals, we've got 48% uh, uh, have been open now. So, uh, 7,200 uh, and three. So, yeah, people are opening pretty quickly. It's uh, good to see. Uh, how many H1 portals are unopened still? Uh, we've got 77.8% have been opened of the Hort 1 portals. So, yeah, that's going, uh, get, getting there slowly as well. So, um, out of, uh, I recently added some uh, unique own accounts uh, across each of the Hort 1 and Hort 2 as well to the, to the site there. I'll, I'll paste the link in the chat. Um, out of um, the Hort 2 uh, portals that have been opened so far, we've got 2,311 unique owners uh, for those Haunt2 uh, portals. And um, overall, we've got uh, 3,790 unique owners, uh, and, and these are just based on addresses, right? You don't really know. You know, folks might have multiple addresses where they keep their portals, but uh, that's just trying a way to sort of understand, you know, roughly how those portals are distributed across the different wallets. So, yeah, it's um, I'll, I'll share the link in the chat so folks can check it out if you want to see it. Yeah, that's really interesting. Those Haunt 2 portals are still getting opened super quickly. Almost 50% now. I think that's also why the floor price of open portals and gotchis is so low. Like some people are just opening hundreds of portals and dumping the, the open ones to buy more and gamble more. That's right. Yeah, Herox, yes. <laughs> well, it's interesting because the... Uh... Price, the floor price on the unopened H2 portals is still well above what the raffle floor price was. So it's good to see that that's like, yeah. it slipped a little bit. It's under 500, but that's still like, uh, I figured there might be like a supply shock and that the price would drop more, but it's actually held up pretty well. Yeah, I think most big wallets are, or, or most people who got a lot of portals are just opening them or holding them for now. Uh, uh, Yannick is also accumulating right now as well. I think he's got the most portals out of everyone, and he's uh, it looks like I uh, saw on Twitter that he's accumulating a bit as well. Yeah, Yannick. I mean, I'm still convinced it's a a guild wallet because he has way too much of everything. He also yeah. has way too many tickets. There's no way one person owns that many tickets and gotchis. But maybe I'm wrong, and Yannick is just a giga whale. I'm also putting data together on the um, the owners and what what they have, and including like out of all the addresses, how many total portals that they've got, how many for Horn One, Horn Two, and uh, what is their total accumulated kinship and experience. So I'm trying to identify who who's um you know how distributed are the gotchis between the different addresses um and yeah who's who's really taking the lead on the kinship and the experience 
Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you got Yannick is probably on the top, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's right. Yeah, it's the number one, number one wallet address. Yeah, based on wearables and uh, actual Avagachi voting power, he probably has more voting power than most people have combined with their ghost. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't be surprised actually. So if you have although <laughs> there, there is, I think uh, it's Felon who has more voting power. Just pure voting power. So these are the whales that you have to uh, try to lobby when you have your proposal. Hey, friend. Hey, hey Coder Dan. Hey, Coder Dan. Got a real interesting discussion going on here. This is, this is interesting. Um, yeah, speaking of lobbying, we were actually the other day kind of internally talking about um, Ave governance and the way that they do their their like PP power the pp stuff and it's pretty pretty interesting um if you guys want to if you have any thoughts on how that could potentially work with uh with avagachi it's kind of interesting model because it leads to like protocol politicians where these like kind of these guys represent the the interest of the people that have delegated power to them and if they screw it up then the people just like undelegate their power so it's kind of Kind of interesting model. I like the idea, but I feel like it also it kind of like becomes a little bit more centralized, right? Because now all of these separate wallets and uh, holders are by proxy mm -hmm. having a, you know one one person represent all the stuff. So eventually, it's going to be you know I guess a few of these like proxy politicians, mm -hmm. and then it feels like it's more centralized. It feels that way, yeah. But it, in like. It could be, maybe, but also, I mean, those, those, uh, those entities are the combined power of the people that are delegating to them. So if, if they made a bad decision, you could also, you don't have to wait for an election. You could just undelegate your, your protocol power. Yeah, I think it's interesting because some people just simply don't have the time to look mm -hmm. at every proposal and vote on everything. Like, yeah, uh, I think it's pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> the best example probably is like Arthur from Ave, uh, from, uh, Arthur OX from, what's the name of his capital? Defiance. Uh, yeah. Yeah. From Defiance. Yeah. That guy has a huge bag. I don't know how much of it is, is just his bag and how much is dedicated, but it's, it's, it's crazy how much he has. Probably all his. It's from defiance <laughs> after all yeah he got he he bought into ave very very yeah. early i think actually early january which is kind of when i learned about it too <sighs> <laughs> so that's the, the interesting thing is that ave has their governance model they have everything open source even the ui has been open source i think and the only thing that's crappy about uh, delegating is that you have to do it on Ethereum where it costs so much money. It costs like 20 bucks to delegate your power. So on Polygon, that it could be actually very freeing to have a system like that. You know, as we're thinking about V2 and, and what how we want to evolve uh, Avogachi DAO and 
one way, of course, is is the uh, committee or you know task group or action group approach. And the other is, and you don't have committees; you just have these kind of protocol politicians who are kind of calling the shots are on many things and kind of making it possible for stuff to happen. Uh, but they represent the interest of all the people that have, have delegated power to them. Because for, for a lot of small decisions, you really can't, you can't have like core props for everything, especially for like budgeting. And we have this big treasury now, what are we going to do with it? Kind of, we're kind of trying to figure that out. Yeah, that's Does true. Does Snapshot support the delegation of voting power, uh, Dan, or would we look to use another uh, tool for that? Um, I think they kind of support it. Uh, I've heard they support it, but I, I I don't actually know. But no, we would. This would all be done on chain. We would probably we would probably fork Ave governance, or or I think Compound, you know, also has stuff like this. But uh, Ave is has made some improvements on it. So we would fork it and then deploy our own contracts and have basically on-chain governance of Avagachi um, with, with basically the way that they, uh, they, they govern uh, Ave protocol. But ideally, we would have um, a couple tiers of votes. So like instead of one big vote that requires, uh, currently requires, what, 80,000 Ave to even make a proposal. You could have separate tiers of proposals that require smaller amounts of ghost. You don't need $20 million worth of ghost to, to make a proposal for like a grant or something like that. Yeah. And yeah, it would all be settled on chain. So it wouldn't be right right now. I mean, snapshots not on chain, although I think there are, there are some experiments with like Aragon. I think, I don't know if they ever actually did it, uh, linking up with Snapshot and having like some on-chain governance. But the, the general idea, yeah, with, with Ave governance is that you have like these protocol politicians who kind of, it, it could be interesting. We were, we were talking about it the other day, uh, Golden Cross and I, and like within the realm, right, you could have, you could literally have debates where people are like delegating their prop power in real time. And you can see who's winning the debate by how much prop power they've gotten. Yeah, that would be pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, that's like having, it's like having an election, like in real time, all the time. Oh, constantly, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you know, your prop power is being changed. Yeah, it could be nerve-wracking, or I don't know if it'd be constantly, but you know, there would be. Most people probably wouldn't be like reassigning their prop power all the time. It would probably be the most again the most active players, but yeah, there would definitely would be some some uh, feeling of you know really acting in the best interest of uh, of your constituents. Yeah, because there's Bank no person. term limit, but there's no term, mm -hmm. so. <laughs> Right. It's just, it's pure power. Who's, who's got the numbers. Okay. I'll have to look at Stadari says uh, snapshot. Yeah. I remember, I remember seeing it on snapshot. Um, I'll have to look into it a little bit more, but not, snapshot not is sure cool, it, but 
we do want to get to on-chain voting for Ver V2. Yeah, I'm not sure if Bancor uses snapshot for the delegation. Um, I think it also costs quite a lot of gas to, to delegate mm. um, through an external module, but maybe they've implemented it now. It seems like it would be a feature they could do off-chain with IPFS. Yeah. So that um, kind of interesting little thing to think about. And if you guys have any ideas on that, definitely look at how Aave Governance has, has kind of implemented theirs. And we might take some notes from them. We should definitely have a uh, town hall in the realm, similar like yes. like we have the yes. arena town town hall. We can it'd be cool to watch people debate for the DAO in real time. Like just yeah, there's there's a there's a DAO square. There's about a thousand parcels for DAO square that are allocated for the DAO. Is that in the Citadel or uh, somewhere in the grid? Yep, yep, it's in the Citadel. Oh, that that is cool. <laughs> Yeah. Nice alpha. Hey, it's in the light. That's in the light paper, man. Oh, I didn't see that part. I don't remember seeing that in the light paper. Mm, okay. Maybe it's not, but it's it's definitely somewhere. I'm not leaking that. It did mention a, a DAO square. I'm not sure if it mentioned how many parcels, but it was in yeah. the light paper, yeah. Uh, when do you think um, the white paper will drop for the realm? Um, we're we're uh, now that we're done with Haunt Two and and all the craziness, we'll finally be able to uh, finish that up and definitely want to do it this month. Get it? It's not really. It's like it's not. It's less of a white paper and more of just a, a final confirmation of some important aspects of the realm that we, that are that needed to be disclosed uh, before the sale. So there's probably, there's still a lot that'll be coming out over the next couple of months. Uh, but as far as what will be coming out, definitely we'll be confirming as, as much as we can, the alchemical content and how much uh, each like, installation is going to cost things like that. We want to get those confirmed, obviously, before the sale. Um, I was actually talking to some friends about the free-to-play function, you know, the gotcha lending and, like, kind of my plan. They're they're not into NFTs or they're, like, into JPEG NFTs. And I'm like, you're, you need to get into gaming NFTs. Um, but I one of them had a good question. And they were asking about, like, for the gotcha Alchemica, right? Is that going to be um, – are there going to be pools or, like – liquidity on any um amms like uniswap or quickswap where they could take their gotchas alchemica outside of the abagachi ecosystem to cash out mm -hmm. so in the light paper we do mention the gax the gotchas alchemical exchange and those those are that's basically going to be our own like little fork of uniswap that that has some improvements and also uh, it'll include those four tokens and they'll be incentivized with uh, Glamour, the GL GLMR token. 
And then, you know, if people want to go and create their ERC-20 tokens, right? So you can go, you can make a pool on Uniswap or QuickSwap if you wanted to. Um, whether or not it would have a lot of liquidity is, is hard to say. So you could easily do that. And then though on, on the GAX, they'll all be paired with Ghost. So you could easily just trade them for Ghost. And then if you wanted to, you could go to QuickSwap and trade your Ghost for something else. Nice. Yeah, so there's there's no like barriers. There's no, it's not a walled garden. It's it's a free for all. You know, whatever you, it's an open open protocol. Whatever you want to do with the token, you can do. Um, has the team discussed? I guess with the Gax, um, I like the idea of a forked Uniswap. The fees from that will that be going towards the DAO at all, or like a portion of it? Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely a case for that and exact fee structure we don't want to do like you can't do it too high because then you won't get liquidity on the on the exchange but yeah i think there's definitely some room for some some revenue sharing nice hey dan can you uh oh. remind me the gats What's that stand for? I, I like saying that more than DEX. It's such a funny word. But. The Gatchis Alchemica Exchange, the GAX. Very GAXy. <laughs> I saw you guys comment. Yeah, we were, uh, you came in. We, I don't know if you heard, Jesse. We were talking about the, uh, the, the protocol politician idea Ooh. just a second ago. Kind of. They were talking about what were you guys? Are you you guys were talking about who has the most basically gotchi PP, right? They have yeah. a nice Jared's been working on a list of gotchi PP. So I just brought that up. Like, yeah, that's uh there, there's a potential that we could move in that direction if we wanted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fork Ave. And uh would it be the same way as the is the uh, PP defined the same as like voting power um, is on Ave, where it's just holding Ave and in our case, be holding ghosts and Avagachis and wearables? Yeah, yeah, it would be probably. I think it'd be possible to do that on chain because you need you need to fetch the balances of the Avagachis, the balance of ghosts. the The only difficult part is getting the balance of all the different staked tokens. That is that that would be a little bit more problematic, but I, I think it's possible as well. But like if you if you had your token staked into some weird contract, then it, we'd have to do an on-chain upgrade uh, to to whitelist that pool basically. But it should be possible to calculate anyone's on-chain voting power. NFTs, you know, whatever NFTs you hold, wearables uh your gachi what wearables it has should be all possible to do that on chain yeah i think that's that's looking really good it's just so dynamic like it's very easy for people to say i like what this guy's talking about i agree with him on this particular point so i'm allocating my voting power to him for, for him or her for now it makes sense Um, did you guys talk more about the, the upcoming, like friends committee or friends task force? Is that, um, like it's kind of problematic, right? Because 
I mean, it, the the implementation, um, the fact that it's not completely executable by by um, that mm -hmm. committee right now. So it's like more like a research and advisory kind of thing. And then we still ultimately have to implement it, right? So the the problematic part is it's I think it's an upgrade and it just might be, um, I think you were mentioning running some scripts and stuff that's kind of going to be something you wouldn't want to do every other week. So. Um, yeah, if we could like weekly have a number and say this is what it should be and here's how far we are, we're off, that would already be really useful because then we could basically just plug those numbers in and then because and then, the calculation part is the one is the part that takes a little bit more time. Like oh, going to a quick swap, figuring everything out, looking up the numbers. Yeah. If that's the case, it, yeah, it could literally be like every Thursday we get a new update and, and uh, update accordingly. And then like deciding on um, part of it is that part of it is then looking at um, the usage of friends, how many friends are in the ecosystem and then try like uh, looking at the numbers and then figuring out uh, also then how can we use friends uh, and, and liquidity allocations to uh, like tap into some untapped markets. That's, that's also part of it. Like recently with the, the ghost um, Matic pool on sushi swap that we're looking at right now, like, is it worth it doing it? How should we should have a little process for evaluating um, how how many what kind of balance of friends should be given for that pool? Is it even worth doing that pool? What are what are some good like metrics that we should expect from it? Kind of things like that. That would all all really be very useful and kind of formalizing the process a little bit more. And then once we have that, we can then take that to the the full DAO and we can say this is what this is what we think. Um, do, would you guys like to add this pool and then we can have a full vote on it, but without, without the numbers, uh, it, it makes it a little bit harder to do that kind of process. Yeah. Moon, what, what's, uh, the latest, I've been a little bit out of the loop on that. Is that kind of the direction it's going or what's, um, what do you see like being kind of the first action items? Yeah. Um, just today I've, I've opened up a thread on, uh, on this course about term limits, uh, and cross memberships. So if we're going to have more committees, if people can join more than one, um, and I think when we have that defined, it probably makes sense to, to have committees just, um, work out proposals and then get the, uh, get them to the DAO and let them vote on it. Because again, I think we've discussed this last week, if we just let the committees uh, run wild, they, they might have too much power. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would hope that like, you know how when we or Pixelcraft put forward a proposal, it's almost like because of who's proposing it, you you see it usually almost I think every time it's gone from sig prop to core prop and gets passed. And so with the incentives to vote in a sig prop that's going to likely go up to core prop, I hope it would be the same thing where it's like, hey, the 
you know, XYZ committee put out a advisory and like drew this up and it carries a lot more weight then because it's not just one person putting forward a, uh, an idea, which is totally fine, but it's like, here is the guys that spent the last X amount of time doing research on this and um, carries a little bit more weight and I would say more likely to easily hit quorum and pass. That's how I hope it would go. So um, that would make sense. Yeah, I think so too, especially with the gotchi and wearable voting power implemented. I think more proposals have gotten close to quorum uh, since then. So it's not as hard to reach the 20% anymore. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. But I mean, like, okay, so yeah, term limits, all that kind of like the structure of the committee is very important. But then the, uh, like, there's the sushi pair, should we incentivize that? Would you guys, do you imagine it'll be like a weekly meeting you guys will have? And then you'll have like, okay, today we're looking at, you know, probably I think we were talking the other day, Dan, it'd probably be very useful if like the first thing you guys did was help us um, just see the landscape of what it is currently for friends like what is the current situation across uh all the different pairs that are already supported how out of whack are they um we have a general i mean they're definitely out of whack but like how much and to what extent they need to be changed that would probably be like really really helpful stuff and then um i think we might see some more pairs here in the near future that you guys might have your hands full. Like there's the sushi one and then curious what you guys think, but uh, sushi swaps coming out with this trident kind of three, three rewards at once type of farming and um, having some early conversations about that. I think it could be worth it maybe to um, kind of continue to do more with sushi swap. But yeah. If that were to happen, it would make sense to coordinate with with friends and figure that out. Um, what else is coming up, to Dan? The the Cheetah, I think, just had a vote to yesterday. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Let me let me give you guys an update. I'll find it here. Um, what did they say? Do do do. We. Do you guys want to add everyone in the chat here? Looks like we only we only got a small audience tonight. Oh, they may not know. If we're going to be dropping alpha, may as well boost it. Yeah. I don't know how much alpha it is, but it's all in public on the on the Cheetow site. I got to get in there and see what the latest is. Why can't I find that? Casually Are you guys following 2300 people. Is anybody like <laughs> involved with Cheetow? It seems I like think bearded cool. is. But he's not in here. Okay. Yeah, definitely have to pick his brain about it. Well, I think long story short is it was looking pretty good in that it would, Ghost will soon be accepted as a collateral for their My token. My is like a stable coin that you can borrow at somehow like 0% interest rates, some, some black magic. And, um, so yeah, Ghost should be there. I don't know if that needs friends incentives or not. I've, I've got to look into more how it works there. Um, 
It's not exactly like a LP pair. Yeah, that sounds interesting because I think we uh, maybe too much is the wrong word, but we have a a lot of uh, pairs right now, all on on QuickSwap. Like we have ETH, uh, USDC, and Quick. And if we expand to Cheetah uh, and Sushi, we might have too many pairs at some point. So yeah. we'll definitely have to discuss maybe cutting rewards for some, especially with QuickSwap also, <laughs> just going down with the rewards every single week or something. Um, but yeah, we've, we've briefly discussed that. Um, this is, speaking of QuickSwap, they, they have been... So uh, we did this, this thing with DinoSwap, DinoSwap, where we did the 200k and they gave us, um, you know, I don't know what it ended up being. Do you guys, I don't know if maybe you guys have some numbers on how much uh, they've given out in terms of dino so far, but uh, they promised us, I think, was it 10x or 20x? So QuickSwap is doing a similar thing, and I think they've already launched it. If you go on to like QuickSwap, and it's called a syrup pool. Dragon syrup. So I guess if it's it's similar to what you do on um, on that BSC, the the cake cake swap or whatever, and the, the it works similar to how uh, how it works on on Dino Swap. You like I guess you deposit your. For us, we would be yeah pot pancake swap. We would be depositing ghost, I guess, and we've had. They've been trying to. They've been asking us if we're interested in doing it, uh, and the conversation has been going on for like several, almost several months now. They basically, we we just were asking them like, what are we gonna get for doing this? Because they want a hundred k worth of ghosts from us, and according to them, the multiplier is gonna be like, basically, it's like a hundred k. Like we're gonna give them a hundred k. And they want they're going to give us 100k, and they said they'll also boost the quick rewards somewhat, and they'll also do some marketing for for Avagachi. So that's that's basically their pitch, and it's like we haven't brought it to the DAO uh, yet because it's it's kind of a we're we're trying to see if we could maybe amp it up a little bit. It's kind of a compared to Dino Swap, it's like kind of a weak pitch. So yeah, they're, if you're following a tough act, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, I, I just wish it was, they were a little clearer on the numbers. I, I guess we just gotta get on another call with them. I don't want to like, uh, maybe they're they're They have those numbers and they're just not, we haven't had a chance to connect and get them, but we can't make a decision if they don't give us like hard. I, yeah. I, I talked, I sent a DM to, to him and no answer. So he he reached out to me first. I, I DM'd him back, and I don't know. He never got back to me. So the 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 conversation with them is it's it's weird a little bit. Yeah, but um, that it is an it is a possibility if we if we wanted to do that, then we could pixel craft. We, you know, we don't really get much for for doing that because we're not 
I mean, we LP a little bit, but it's not like a huge position. So it's mostly the community that is that would be rewarded for that. Um, the community LPs. So we could yeah. we could if the DAO is interested, it's something like we could maybe pursue further. Yeah, that's basically long story short. There's there's opportunities for incentives, and if uh, you guys want to do something similar, also we'll have Dino Swaps um, program expiring in about forty days, maybe thirty five days now. So um, we have to decide if we want to to do that again or not. Um, Red makes a good point yeah. here. Dino wasn't even launched when we they pitched and and that was like, mm -hmm. like we were literally the first AMA with them, the way you guys went through and asked them and engaged with them. Uh whereas QuickSwap's the biggest AMA on on Polygon. True that. Yeah. We also just did a big liquidity campaign with QuickSwap. Like the ghost weath pair got 17 million of liquidity, I think at its peak, maybe 20. So that also like we we contributed a lot of liquidity to their exchange via it wasn't via QuickSwap but it was via DinoSwap's liquidity incentive program. So it's like we have contributed quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, in the in the early days of of Matic, uh, like Ghost was I think it was the biggest pair on QuickSwap. Besides, mm -hmm. like Bitcoin and Matic, so yeah, it's been it's been sad seeing the rewards just decreasing every single week. Like yeah. now, it's not as bad anymore because they're already at like two per week or something. But some people were definitely disappointed with with how they just kept decreasing rewards for mm -hmm. seemingly no reason. Well, they so you got to understand they also have an internal budget for how they are allocating their rewards, and they are following some sort of schedule where over time the uh, the like when they first launched, Quick was at its highest reward emission rate, and now the emission rate, I'm sure, has gone down significantly. And there's also more tokens that they want to provide some rewards to, so like that's probably. I don't. I don't think it's like a grudge they have against Scotchy Gang in any way. I think they're just looking at like, okay, what's our budget and who do we want to incentivize? Scotchy Gang is pretty. They seem they haven't really complained much, or they they have complained a little, but they're maybe they don't they don't really care that much. They're pursuing others, so it's they're taking sort of a holistic approach, probably. Yeah, I guess it's fair. I've just they, seen they, some people frustrated with uh, yeah. with it's other like projects uh, getting more rewards, even though they have like uh, mm -hmm. less liquidity, less volume, whatever. Yeah, that that definitely is is uh, sus. If we have liquidity and the volume, then we should we should have rewards. Yeah, I mean, they part of it, of course, is like if it's a new project, they want to attract that project's um, their their users and player base, so they will give higher rewards to attract them. Yeah, true. Whereas they've already we've already had a, a long partnership with them. 
So the this is their this is their proposal basically. If we want to do 100k of ghost in exchange, basically for 100k of their dragon syrup, whatever. And then on top of that, they would be giving, they would be boosting the quick rewards. How by how much? Um, haven't we've tried to get a proposal from them, and it's been slow. But that is the the way to go if we would like to do that. So it's the same as with uh, Dino. You deposit uh, quick, and you get ghost, or you deposit ghost and get quick. We would deposit ghost into the, you know, it's kind of like the extinction pool. We would yeah. put the ghost in and then people burn the, I think it's dequick. They you uh, deposit your dequick tokens to earn, to, to earn more. Currently it has 47 million worth of dequick. And they're, they have like, I see PLR is doing it. KOM, Angel, Mask, Tell, uh, quite a bit are doing that. And I don't know how much they actually gave. APY is like 33%, so it's not super high. Yeah, I don't know what Cometh Swap's doing. That's a good question. Our friends at Cometh haven't really checked in on the, the swapping mechanism yeah, yet, but I suspect they, they have their own. Yeah. Oh, you mean Cometh Swap as, as in the exchange? Yes, I don't know if they have anything like a, a syrup pool. Probably not. But maybe I, I just think um, I kind of see Dr. Wagme's point here, like quick ghost. I'm trying to figure out what's the main upside for that other than speculation. Whereas what I love about Ghostmatic on Sushi is it's actually got the most utility of all our pairs. And I can't believe mm -hmm. it's last one to be added to the puzzle because with people able to bring Matic in from other exchanges like Binance directly to Polygon, it's like, yeah, it makes sense you know. for us to have a direct pair with that. So mm -hmm. regardless of whatever decks we're on with that pair, that's like a very important pair. Yeah, I think most people in, in, in the quick pair right now are just, uh, they just know that they get like, uh, I'm not sure what the, the exact numbers are now, but like 80% more friends with the quick pair. Um, or at least yeah. it, it was that high for a while, so... I think that's the main would, reason that we still have yeah. so much liquidity. Yeah. <laughs> the secret's out. I'm sorry, Coyote. <laughs> uh, that's uh, it, it, when. It, when are we gonna have some exact numbers, friends committee? When are we gonna have a a spreadsheet updating in real time? Ooh. I can do it manually, but I'm I'm way too small brain to automate that. Sadly, Jared just left. Where'd Jared go? Yeah. Jared, win, win friends uh, page. Quick pairs OP. Uh, I, I we could do, I mean, that. like we could replace it with a, a targeted pool for Ghost Matic at 50%. Like it doesn't, currently we've aimed it at 33%, but if we wanted to make sure that we have great liquidity on Ghostmatic, we could do something similar, but actually target it and try to maintain it at 50%. We could do like bi-weekly updates that would, that would um, 
kind of uh, not rebase it, but reallocate it. Yeah, I think Jared said he, he might have time to, to do it this weekend. Um, and otherwise, I can just manually put the numbers together for uh, how high they are right now to see where we are. But yeah, the quick pair really is OP at the moment. Yeah, they didn't mention that when we were when they were asked, pitching us. Like it actually is <laughs> very OP. We're really doing great things with them. Yeah, we could maybe do some ghost must. We never, that pair never got incentivized. Again, if uh, friends committee, if they, if you guys think that's a good idea, we can make a proposal for that as well. Ghost must would be pretty cool. And then the ghost Matic on sushi right now, I mean, Relatively yeah. speaking, it's looking for being like such an important pair. Only five hundred forty-one thousand there, but I think that's the friends talking, right? The fact that there's no yeah. friends support. Yeah, going to do that. And and I they just started it off kind of low, I think. Yeah, um, I think but... if we added thirty percent more friends, we'd be in the millions immediately. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It needs the friends. And it, honestly, if it happens sooner than later, if we want that Trident to be included on that list, then it helps the case if if they see the strength of what we can do on the 2x reward farms. So easier said than done on the time frame. But yeah, I mean, it's not great rewards, but it's not bad either. Like even now, it's still sitting there at 44% annualized, which is better than, I mean, Granted, most of those have far more, far far more liquidity than us. Yeah. But yeah, if we, you know, if we make a move, I think we sushi swap is also open to increasing, like boosting the amount of sushi that they're giving, probably based on things like volume, because currently, if you look, you, somehow we're below Fox. You know, they're giving out more sushi per day to Fox Wheat than to Matic Ghost. I don't really understand why. Yeah, I'm not sure if Fox is sushi only because most of our volume is on on QuickSwap because yeah. all uh, all of our liquidity is there. But if we if we incentivize liquidity on sushi and it grew you know, into the millions, uh, we'd probably also have more volume there. Yeah, and they've already indicated that they'd bump up the daily rewards if they. If they saw it getting really, you know, to a point where they're like, "Oh, okay, these guys are serious," so yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I think that would, would likely happen. Nice guys. Well, best of luck on the friends committee. Let's keep in touch on that in the next week or week or two. Make sure, uh, you guys. Can help make uh, some really good good changes, get things better balanced, incentivize the pairs that will help with onboarding, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and also if we do make a Matic pair or or incentivize it, probably can 
ask Matic for some support from that, for that. Mm. Like uh, social, I mean, social media, maybe even, maybe even some Matic token. Yeah, do they still have tokens left to incentivize? Yeah. I don't stuff? know. <laughs> they give them all away to Ave. They have left. They got a pretty big ecosystem fund. I mean, they gave away one percent of their ecosystem fund to Ave. Oh, okay. Which, but so I think they they got some left. Got to make a. Uh, we got to make some noise for Matic now. Arbitrum, these other layer ones are coming online. The polygon's gonna go under the radar again. Yeah, it's gonna be so, tough. Gonna be yeah. tough. Well, I think um, volume has picked up like on the polygon side of OpenSea. It had like it, a huge jump last month, and more projects are starting to use polygon for minting their JPEGs. So I think okay. that's good. But Solana is getting a lot of attention right now too. Yeah, Arbitrum is the one that I've seen. The, the serious guys talking about because it's roll-ups, but it, it looks like it's still like not much cheaper than Ethereum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think part of it is because the, the network isn't uh, fully live yet. Like it's still throttled, so mm -hmm. there's not as much output. And I think because it's roll-ups, uh, the, the fees get cheaper as more users use yeah. Arbitrum. But yeah, at the moment that's you, a, you that's still a tough pay five, five dollars. How do you overcome yeah. that? It, <laughs> like that's like literally the opposite of a network effect. It should get. Yeah. It should be. I mean, I guess with with what a typical network is, it's it gets more expensive as you get more people using it. It'd be interesting to watch that. Uh, how how that happens. Yeah, but if they can like kickstart the initial uh, user base. They could mm -hmm. get pretty cheap, but they need need incentives. Like right now, there's no incentives, so yeah. no one's going to use it. I think eighty percent of TVL is in a Ponzi farm called <laughs> yeah. uh, Arbin, Nyan, Cat, Nyan right? or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw Mark uh, tweeting about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, th I think uh, I mean we need to welcome our. Uh, there's a lot of new friends that have been. Discovering Avagachi over the next of the last week. Um, obviously, the the auction did help with that. Uh, Haunt two raffling, and then the realm upcoming. It's gonna we're gonna keep keep up the, the the hype for that. So I think we'll be getting a lot more guys coming in from uh, on Polygon. People who are curious about Polygon, and we'll make it easy. We need to continue doing outreach to them. Yeah, does anybody have any good ideas for the friction for people coming over that have never had Matic before? Like, how do we get people there? I, first, I was 0.1 Matic without gamifying, like getting, you know, just totally ransacked. Is there any manual way we can do this? Is there any anything we're overlooking that's really obvious? I mean, I think no future. If you guys like, I think when I talk to people about like onboarding the Matic, I, it's so simple. I, I have it in my beginner's guide, but they still seem like kind of terrified by it for some reason. I think if you guys put together like, you know, with the team, like, uh, or Avagachi branded specific, like quick guide on how to get you over to Matic and how simple it is and 
just a visual thing. It could be short, two, three minutes going through like, you know, the thematic documents and the actual setup and MetaMask. I, I think it will make it easier because a lot of times when I talk to people, I argue with people on Twitter all the time about this and they have all these excuses and it's like, no, this is not that hard. Like, and just do it. But everybody's married to Ethereum. So I think it's a being able to demonstrate like, hey, this is not that hard. I think yeah. it would be better. What if we, so the, the annoying part with like, um, providing Matic to people is that if you if you make like a uh, an airdrop or not if you make like a faucet it gets emptied pretty quickly. Uh, what we could do is we could do another Merkle tree like we've done with Avogachi's claiming like the uh, the backgrounds and the way we've done it with you know the, the other airdrops and we could literally just do point one Matic to like. We have to get a list of all the NFT owners in the like in the world, but we can make this like enormous list and just do an airdrop of like 0.01 Matic to everyone, and they it would be claimable by a meta transaction, so you wouldn't even you wouldn't have to have Matic to claim it. You could just claim it with a meta transaction. Why has you guys think Polygon done that? Well, they had the faucet. They they had the faucet, but you had to like bridge some stuff over before. But we could do we could do a big thing like we I don't know how much it would cost. Probably wouldn't be that crazy. Probably a couple thousand ghost worth, and then we just basically let people claim a little bit of Matic Mm -hmm. on the on the site. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. I'm thinking in preparation for the realm sale, it would just be nice to be like, Hey, you, you can join. There's like literally nothing stopping you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little vanity wearable. I bridged. <laughs> yeah. Vanity wearables are another, another area that's uh, very, very worth experimenting with. Also, you should start a, a Twitter beef with a wag me gotcha guy. Like, really intensify that so they get more eyes on you. Yeah, you guys, do you, you know, that's a good idea. Um, <laughs> good. <laughs> he, yeah, he, uh, I think he's, I literally think he's just doing as he's, he's like literally thinking of as much as he can to try and burn as much ETH as he can. That's the only reason I like his ideas are so. They're like they're like a guy who just discovered Ethereum back when it was like one cent per transaction and it was really cool to do this like Dungeons and Dragons kind of stuff on it. <laughs> but it's, it's like a guy who's just discovered Web3 blockchain and has like all these cool ideas. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a pet that can be pet by everyone, but it costs twenty dollars to pet it. <laughs> like that that would have worked great five years ago, man. <laughs> Like it's kind of yeah. a stupid idea now. Now take that recording, post it on Twitter, and create a, a huge shitstorm. All right, I'm starting the controversy. I'm on it. And it's getting canceled. You heard it here in the Gotcha Gang hangout. <laughs> what this guy make Vine? What is Vine? Nobody uses it anymore. Didn't they, yeah, didn't they shut that down? Like poor man's. TikTok. I think they did. Failed app. No, I'm yeah, sure he's got. I mean, he's doing cool stuff, but. Yeah, the Wagme Gachi is, is definitely jumped the shark. I mean, he just must not have been aware, or what I suspect is he's like. There's literally guys, we know there's guys telling him about Avogachi. Yeah. 
like that's conversations confirmed. in the in the loot discords and it's like <laughs> oh those are good ideas it's like yeah <laughs> so uh it's fun to read but i'll give them credits way better than uh what the other one i said there it's going to become like a whole subgenre, just maybe and we'll be just be the best of the subgenre. there's nothing wrong with that it's like board apes has a thousand pfps after it um was it crypto gachi it looked rough it looked really rough oh there's yeah a, yeah there's a crypto gachi there's like nifty gachi nifty gachi has been around for a little bit okay i didn't know that one I, again credit happy to see crypto gachi did mention they're using Chainlink vrf this is the only thing i saw in it they're like we're using Chainlink <laughs> vrf i was like sweet Choose the color of the crypto gachi. It's like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's like, all right. Let's see start. which uh, crypto gachi NFT, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's on Polygon. And hey, you never know, guys. Maybe we should scoop it up, <laughs> bring it in the family. <laughs> you can make it a pet. Uh, you put it in the pet position on the gachi. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the it's proof is... that that the idea of a on-chain tamagotchi is uh, has demand. Yeah. Like it, it's proof, yeah. So that's also great for us. If if Dom thinks it's a good idea, then it's yeah. probably. I think we're gonna make it. Yeah, there was the other guy the other day. He was like, had a pretty good tweet going, right? He was like, million dollar idea, Tamagotchi's on chain, and <laughs> yeah. somebody yeah. replied better than me. It was maybe one. It's of a ninety-seven million like, dollar idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so far. Oh, goodness. Good stuff, guys. Yeah. yeah. We're definitely on to something. But the crazy part is I think the realm is the most exciting part, like, of the whole thing. It all leads up to this. Realm and mini games. Yeah. Arcade. Oh, my goodness. Realm. The arcade might be a sleeper, dude. That's going to be. <laughs> you guys need to start learning how to code. It. I want a mini game from Moongachi. Yeah, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> I'm too stupid to code. I I just can't do it. I've Fiber. tried several times, but I just yeah, Fiverr. I'm gonna hire Kendweasel. <laughs> Someone needs to make a a memory game like where you you have like a a board and and it's just like that very simple memory game, but instead of like bananas and fruit and and stuff it's like wearables be fun like test your memory out i suck at those games but they're they're kind of they're, they're cute it's a good demonstration yeah i mean it's a good use case we have all these wearables so if you can like add a little bit of a gachi spin somehow to it then that'd be that'd be sweet How many of you guys tried out some of the the mini games from the Game Jam? Anybody had a a favorite? Hard to pick favorites, but yeah, yeah, some of them have been pretty fun, and and some could be extremely fun if they're uh, polished a little more. I think that fighting game could be really cool. Gachi Street Fighter. Yeah. Wait, dude, where where are these games? Because I don't think I've tried any of them. Oh man, um, yeah, we don't have like a single source of truth to play them all. I think that's the. I think they're on the wiki. Are they? 
Yeah, I think. Uh, also, they're all they're edited. also on the the jam.avogachi.com site, but uh, they also I think Nerd added them to the wiki. But well, no, let's see. It was it was like the the link to the video, but I'm not sure if if he added the actual game itself. Oh, this results page is awesome. Top 10. Got the game links. Holy cow. That's nice. a much more convenient way. Yeah, you guys got to check these out. They're so good. And I think, like you said, Moon, they, they do. They just need more polish. I mean, this was five days. Five days. So they're going to yeah. be able to go a lot further with these. I think uh, Gachi Miner has crazy, crazy potential really addictive yeah it's super cool to see what what people can do in just five days shocked me i didn't know what to expect for five days i was like because coyote was like not nah, a game jam and we're like i was like man maybe we need like a month-long hackathon he's like no <laughs> like five days just, yeah he was right it's definitely everybody's focused and just Gets that, that proof of concept out. Mm -hmm. That's the way. Yeah, and we're working on uh, some ideas for being able to contribute, give um, more of a long-term kind of a grant or stipend to mini game developers. It's in the mic. It's in the works. So if you are a mini game developer, you can start thinking about. What kind of uh, what kind of grant you would want, and kind of think about a development plan and some milestones, because it's gonna it's gonna be awesome. We have some really really good ideas for how to incentivize the whole ecosystem. No futuristic you you were saying you haven't played any of them yet you're you're gonna love it you yeah i'm looking i'm set. I was actually showing the because uh, I'm live streaming this so I was showing the site uh the jam site uh link that coyote put up and these look dope like just i I'm not playing the video because I don't want to play the sound out loud uh but I gotta check all these videos out this looks like once all you know once these games are available I'm gonna have a lot of fun <laughs> I just easy content just playing and like kind of talking over it and these things look cool so do you guys remember last yeah, week where we talked about gambling? We talked about gambling. We were talking about like how certain games uh, can't like they can't have a like a gambling element. It has to have skill versus oh, just chance. Right. That was the kind of legal advice. The does does it require anything more than just pure chance? Yep. 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 Yeah, because there's a. I think there was another project that launched. It's called Monkey Bet DAO, and they're trying to do on game on-chain gambling so i just found that interesting because thinking of the mini games and that kind of limitation there but how other people are trying to still do it but they're doing it on mainnet i think well it could i mean yeah there's tons of you know online gambling so it, it just might be the it's a different jurisdiction it just so happens we you know we are incorporated in in yeah. you know, singapore and that's how singapore bvi uh, or cayman islands yeah you could probably do whatever you want then and Nobody's going to care. But yeah, we'd have to actually get a certain license if we as Pixelcraft were to develop it. And that's why we were joking last time, right? If uh, 
I don't know. <laughs> we as pixel craft. <laughs> so, but I think a little skill, nothing wrong with that. There's, there's uh, something to be said for that. So of these games, the top 10 that you have here, which one I guess is the closest to like, you can launch this, this is a mini game. I mean, Gachi Miner won first place for a good reason. It's really original artwork, pretty addictive gameplay, and like a lot of room to grow too. I think Gachi Miner is definitely yeah. super, super good. And then Adventure okay. is great. I'm a little curious about the replayability of it because it seems almost more like an RPG than like a, like a game that you would play over and over again. But maybe I, mean, I would love to hear from the team if they're on uh, what their what their kind of plan is for that. And then beyond that, then um, the Portal Defenders is a is a really interesting multiplayer game where it's kind of like a a, a hangout and then a, occasionally these portals open up and you have to all go in and like, it's kind of like a tower defense against the liquidators. So that's that one. Yeah. You're chilling, you're, you're chatting around and then suddenly the portal opens. Oh yeah. Coyote's got a link already. And they, I think they, didn't they implement side views as well? Yeah, I think that, yeah, yeah, they definitely, some of the limited options. Oh yeah, Coyote confirms. And a real quick update on side views. We are, they're basically ready. There's a couple things that need to be fixed on chain. It's gonna require a small modification to the contract. But, uh, so there are a couple ones that look weird, but in general, they're, they're basically done. And we're, I think by early next week, we'll be showing them off. I mean, they're they're on chain already, so that's how these guys in the game jam in the mini games are using them. They're just not totally perfect yet. We don't want to do, we don't really want to do a launch that's like, with people have like, some of their images don't load or they look they're all over the place. So, they are pretty much ready though, and they look amazing. Let's see. Oh yeah, that that looks awesome. Yeah, that was oh, that was the old side view. Yeah, we just we ran some updates today on the SVGs. Definitely do another cheeky video. Oh, they look so cool. I mean, the side view is just—it's a real game now, guys. You can move your Avagachi. Oh my god, so cool! On chain, baby. This is so dope. Every every time I I see a picture about the realm or anything i i just get excited i can't wait anymore <laughs> I'm too impatient i'm so happy that you know the haunt 2 and the auction and all that those contracts are done and now we can really focus on the crazy stuff in the future if we whenever we need to do a haunt 3 or another auction the contracts are done ready to go have been battle tested It'll just we won't have to spend too much dev time on those. We can just focus on the core building blocks. 
which is this realm. Oh yeah, that looks great. Got the raffle in the front now. Amazing. Oh, that is very cool. Makes all the difference. It's night and day. Yeah, that looks that looks great. You should make a longer one, and we'll we'll post that on on we'll tweet that. Yeah, that fight some liquidatives or something. That's a great tweet. People are gonna think it's the realm. <laughs> it looks legit. <laughs> yeah, he's behind the That's wings from the back view. Uh, yeah, there. Yeah. See, what's that? What is that? Is that the visor? I oh, know what. It is. Oh, that's the uh, the goggles. Oh, yeah. oh, is that like the strap for the goggles? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, these There's going to be a lot of like little tinkering that we have to do to make everything totally perfect. I think the the wings are those a those are those a body wearable. Yeah, I think so. They are right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the case was we knew side views are coming, so it's part of the body, just the other side. Yeah, I was looking at my portal mage today. So dope. I'm pretty happy with the uh, golden cross robe. There's all these little yeah. Easter eggs with a whole other side view. It's like, mm, yep. what's the back of the rope look like? Hmm. Can the raffle hop? If they like, if the dev implements that, it can do whatever the hell they want it to do. The raffle, I mean, we can like target it. It's a pet, so you can make it move around. So it's Wait, totally up to the dev's imagination. Yeah, yeah, you can have it backflip. You would have to you'd have to do a little bit of custom work, but it could be done. Will the uh, pets have any like in-game function? Like if you're in the arena and fighting, will the pet like act as a defensive or attack function? Anything like that? Yeah, this is a it's a great question, and I think the larger question is how will all of these wearables um, work in in the mini games and then in the realm? We have so many wearables and so many different types. Uh, obviously they'll all have, they'll all contribute to like a base, like boost or bonus, but then we, it's really up to the, the DAO, the community and us on like how we want to implement the, the, especially like the hand wearables or the, uh, in the pet, the fireball, right? The fireball is like, cause you're, you're going to be able to, um, have, two wearables equipped in, in your hand and those will be the ones that you're kind of attacking with. So some of them will be melee and some of them will be ranged and like the fireball here would probably be ranged cause you'll, you'll fire it. But then like the ax is going to be melee and then you might have like, what does the little pump drink do? Right. Yeah. Cause I have <laughs> a little have pump like a drink. Special effect. <laughs> that baby is bottle. It, can you, can you attack with it? Yeah. What does it do? Is it a weapon or is it like, is there like another type that it does something else? These are all like great questions to, that we can start thinking about. Yeah. A little HP uh, recovery. Mini games. 
Like, yeah, if you yeah. have a, if you have like a post, like a, the baby bottle, yeah, maybe you're a healer, right? Maybe you can like use that to heal people around you. You can't attack with it. So there's all sorts of these different Med- things we can, we can start creating kind of, um, yeah, medics and, and like melee guys Archers. and rangers, magicians. Rangers. Well, we see this with the various mini games too. Occasionally, a mini game takes advantage of specific wearables, like the fireball. So, mm-hmm. love to see more of that. Yeah, low aggression Avogachis healers. <laughs> fireball plus wine Molotov. That's a good <laughs> idea. Tasty top. <laughs> yeah, like combos. There we go. All right, I'm gonna hop off first, guys. I'll catch you later. Um, All right, Dan. Have a great weekend, everybody. Peace. Peace. You too. See you. What do you guys think um, Brain and Spook should do? Well, all four of the traits should do in the realm. So we have some ideas, but I'd love to hear what, what you guys think. Like, cause obviously, they need to work on the bell curve, right? So low aggression and high aggression both need to be OP if they're if they're low or high. So one one idea I have for uh, aggression is, you know, when you in like a game when you go into like a berserker mode, uh, you you do more damage but you take more damage. So my my one of my thoughts is that low aggression avogachis would take less damage but they'd also do less damage. And then a high aggression would be you take more damage, but you do more damage. Mm, that's interesting, yeah. And then, like, energy is another one. It's like you, you can't do it like more energy means you move faster, and that's all, because then it becomes too OP. So the low so energy is another one I have a, kind of an idea on, that you could... Um, like when you play Diablo, uh, your guy running around, if it runs too fast, you loot, you like run out of stamina. So could be high energy can move faster, but it also uses up your stamina bar, like if we had a stamina bar. And then low energy moves slower, but it can kind of move longer. So that'd be, it'd be kind of related to that. But that's not super exciting though. So there's probably other cool stuff we could do with it. Well, I remember, but it doesn't have, doesn't have to be just one thing. It could be multiple things. Yeah, with Sushi Vader, uh, I believe low energy, uh, you move slower, but the aim, I believe, the aim of the attack was uh, not as accurate. Where if you were higher energy, you're moving faster, but the accuracy of the attack was much higher. Mm-hmm. Spookiness would be yeah, interesting because that could maybe be like defensive i I don't know like high spookiness uh yeah i I want someone says i wonder how complicated it's all this to create Uh, it's it's just code right we can just program it in it's actually not that bad it's just balancing it is the tough part it's just code (laughs) (laughs) it's just just bytes just a few, just a few, a few thousand words. lines. Yeah. Anyone want to come on and, and give your thoughts? Don't have to just type it. 
Come on up, uh, Dr. Wagme. Someone said you had great ideas on this. Or Rick Jones, Feel since free. I messed up your... Uh, apparently, I said that I'm incorrect on the uh, energy thing. <laughs> Feel free to jump on. Yeah, matrix of property, exactly. So we want it, we want it to be so like every Avogachi has a uh, kind of a unique experience, and that experience is also enhanced by the wearables that you have on. Uh, uh, besides the... like. Some wearables may have specific individual, you know, abilities that are kind of uh, unique to it, but they also obviously they give the benefit to the trades as well. So I'm gonna I'm gonna copy in every guys you everything you guys are saying here, but would love to hear some some other discussion on it. Yes, uh, stat potions. We actually. Those are actually built into the contract itself. We actually, you can do on-chain stat boosts uh, with the contract. And those, those are definitely something that we can do. So you'll be able to like temporarily boost your stats for a period of time. Eye shape and eye color, definitely want to do something with those. Oh yeah, definitely could be. It could be related to accuracy. Yeah, that's that's definitely one thing it could potentially be. Who cool. are for double myths? I love that animation. Oh that, uh, shit, Zeba put out. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Might tweet that Zeba. That's a good one. Oh, Shane Coy asked a good question. Uh, an example would be would be a common wizard staff would be less damaged than legendary wizard staff, or also have a special move. Right. So, the current thinking on it is that because the the legendary staff has, um, what is it? Does it increase like brain size? I think so. It would boost your brain size in that in that spot, but it. it wouldn't necessarily do more damage. And maybe it could have a special move. Do you have spells in the main game? It's like when it when this game first launches, it's it, it's a thing that's gonna grow over time. Like it's not all gonna be done. And this is this is gonna be the cool thing. Like we want this to be an experience where the, the community is actively like examining the, the meta and kind of thinking of new things. If you think of how a normal game is built, like with, with Blizzard uh, and their, their whole like system, they kind of make a patch and they do a bunch of play testing with it and, and all that. Um, we would love to have the community more involved in that process and like telling us this needs to be, this needs like this meta is, is too powerful or like we just discovered a new meta so kind of it disrupts the balance a little bit and this thing needs to this needs to be patched or we should add this game mechanic that's like that's going to be the fun part of this of this game that everything everything is like a thing that can be changed by by a community i see bearded coming online hey guys yeah i was uh Late to join, but always excited to see when it's the hangout still going like an hour and a half in. These are <laughs> so fun. It's heating up. 
I've been seeing a lot of uh, what are basically copycat projects on, uh, I guess, on mainnet. It's been kind of funny seeing, like, there was, uh, I think Dom was tweeting about Wagme Gachi yesterday, and uh, Andre Cronier's got his, mm -hmm. like, rarity project on Phantom. It's just funny seeing people get excited about these, and they're like, oh, my God, you know, you can like once per day to pet your <laughs> your thing and like you know oh you'll you'll level up by gaining experience by petting it once a day and i think all of us have just been like uh okay so it's avagachi <laughs> but not as cool more expensive yeah. and less utility oh and no deep and like no deep high baked into it great tweet it tweet it sir I love that Zbot uh, mentioned we need to give some special place for wrecked gotchis, like from 375 to 330 VRS, exclusive for all those wrecked in the mm -hmm. middle of the curve. And then Phantasma says special gotchi Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I like that. What what, do you, what will uh, brain do? Do you think in the the realm or in, in the arena, like having your brain size? What effect? Yeah. Everyone's saying like uh, something related to magic. You know, it could it could totally be that. Uh, we have to define what magic is. That's not currently like part of the the current meta. So we, that's the thing we'll have to build on top of the of the on chain traits and stuff. So could be like if certain wearables are given. This is actually a thing we considered in, including in the original metadata. But uh, in the end, just decide not to. But like certain wearables or, or items could have different types. So you would have like, obviously like magical or like, uh, like normal metal, things like that. But ultimately we just decided to, is it's a little bit too D&D. &D, so we didn't really want to go down that path too, too deeply. Yeah, DGen Life said that uh, brain equals faster construction of installations. That might be interesting. Hmm. And then Zbot said, know where Alchemica is. So, like, more of a, you know, like they have a clairvoyance to see where uh, the big batches. Oh, yeah. We actually discussed a little bit that you, if you want to pump your, um, your high or low uh, eye color bags, then that could be a thing. I mean, it'd be pretty OP though. Like you could, you could maybe see Alchemica a little bit clearer or something. <laughs> I think that's it's a bit yeah. extreme though. So, like in terms of in terms of what you're actually going to be able to see, maybe it could be like a like vision radius or something. Like, are you going to yeah, be like able a little to log of war? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to like? Are you going to be able to see the whole map, or are you only going to be able to, like? Will you just be able to scroll around and see the whole map? Or are you only going to be able to see, you know, like X many tiles mm. out from where your gachi is or from where your land is? Because that could be a cool use of the eye shape and eye color, right? If you have a higher higher eye shape, you get to see further into the fog of war. Yeah, if we if we have a fog of war, it's a it, uh, it's definitely possible to do that, and it could be could be fun to have a little fog of war. What do you guys think? Do you think a fog of war would be good? I mean, obviously, for Alchemica, if you're if you're right. exploring, you don't want to show be able to see the entire map. Right. So in that in that case, it does. But what? But it should it should it uh, close 
once you visited it like it should it uh, should it be hidden again or is it like as you're playing as long as you're playing the same gachi you're walking around and and the fog is lifted on that area but if you switch to another gachi then it, it like it starts over again yeah like so the, so the, i mean the alchemica is going to be you know it'll pop up and then like they'll I, I think you would probably want it to close, right? Because then, mm -hmm. you know, obviously once you've, you know, if it, if it was the other way, then once somebody has explored the entire map, um, they would just be able to see everything. It's a big, it's a big ass map. So I don't think anyone's going to explore the entire thing in one session. Yeah. And they might, but it's, it's a huge Is that map. a challenge? <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> I think we calculated it. If if you want to go across the entire map, this is actually a calculation we did. It takes about an hour just to go from left to right. Yeah. So that's, that's, a good, that's, that's a good amount of time, though. I mean, you know, it's, it's doable. It's like you really want yeah. to get to the other side. That's assuming you're not uh, yeah, interacting but, with anything, though. Yeah. I kind of like how... Um, oh, road, sorry, so having a road, like, we'll probably speed that up quite a bit. Um, maybe having a boat, uh, having a Lambo, having a car or something yeah. like a pet could, could potentially speed you up. Right. Right. Ryan, your, Ryan, your Ryan, your yeah, exactly. Yes. The Lambo no. leak. <laughs> 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 um, Next wearable raffle. Lambo. The mountain slot. I like, um, I like how the age of empires fog of war works, which is that. So when you explore the space, um, and then you leave that area, it still shows you, it basically shows you what it was when right. you were there. Um, right. And so, you know, so then if you switch gachis, you know, you'd still be able to see, oh, there was Alchemica over there, you know, last time I visited, but then maybe when you go back, it's gone. Um, I don't know, how, I don't know how feasible that would be to, to program in, but, um, but that's, I've always thought that's kind of a cool um, blend of, yeah. You know, remembering basically, you're remembering what it looked like uh, when you were there. Yeah, it doesn't just like it's uh, like with Warcraft, they just you open it up, and I think it like in Warcraft three or two, it just it stays unfogged. But you're basically saying like it stay it's unfogged while you're in it, and then when you leave, it kind of that shroud goes over it, but it's not like fully black anymore. You can see what it look like when you were there yeah sounds like the same thing so brain and spook guys what are we what are we so if, if the eyes did some sort of fog of war i mean that's i don't know what it would be for low we'd have to have a think on that high maybe high or low or there could be some other difference between them <laughs> talking about the mountain. Yeah, mountain Maybe, uh, more hydrate, yeah. Right. Okay. Interesting. interesting. One one interesting thing. Maybe the maybe this fits under spooky or um low eye, but uh sort of like a um an invisibility shield type thing that uh that liquidators like couldn't see you unless they were within, you know, one square away from you. That could be kind of cool. Like an invisibility cloak. Hmm. Yeah, that would be cool to give, uh, like, you know, for certain wearables. Like, if you have that VR visor, you can, uh, 
see like it could be specific to just liquidators as opposed to other gachi so that the level it's still a level playing field if you own a gachi but you naturally have an advantage over the liquidators anyway so you know you could see further you can tell where there's where there's a lot of them or you know like if you want to go on a you know msg 13 style like romp and just destroy a whole bunch of stuff you'd be able to know <laughs> where things are I think someone mentioned like defense for spookiness. If you're not spooky, like uh, maybe they have mercy and won't hit you as hard. So you <laughs> have higher defense. Whereas when you're super spooky, they're scared and won't hit as hard either. So maybe spookiness could be something like defense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like you're spooky. You're kind of scaring. You're scary. It would, it would, it would maybe have some effect on an opponent trying to attack you. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily like armor reducing the amount of damage, but it could increase. Or so you got to think about it both ways, though. If you're if you're really cute, then that also like needs to it needs to give you a benefit as well. So spooky could make it. Like they are intimidated by you, like a howl of terror effect. And then what would be like super kawaii? <laughs> Maybe the same. Yeah, charm. Yeah. And somehow like your charm or your, your cuteness ends up like reflecting damage back onto them or something. Oh, that'd be cool. What are you guys thinking is going to be sort of the proceed you were mentioning a couple minutes ago about like wanting the community to, you know, sort of flag certain meta changes. Um, are you thinking that would just sort of be organic or would the best way to do that be to have like a DAO committee that could just sort of you know, monitor um, what the community is saying and then bring proposals to you guys. How are you guys? Yeah, you, you kind of missed the first part of the convo. Uh, I, I brought up the idea a little bit of the of the way that uh, we're, we're kind of looking into, well, we've been looking into it for a while, but kind of considering more seriously recently, maybe just forking Ave governance and uh, using the, the delegate power that they have with the, the PP power basically. And uh, that, if we do that, it kind of uh, makes it less necessary to have a bunch of action forces or, or teams, committees, whatever we want to call them. And basically, if a meta, if a change to the meta got enough, if someone wanted to make a change to the meta and they had enough proposal power to do it, they could basically just make a proposal and do it. Um, and if, if it went through, it went through. So it's like if there's enough support behind that that individual to make that proposal, it means there's probably there's probably community support for that kind of change. So that's another option as far as like having uh, working groups or or committees. But I think there's there's definitely a need to have groups of people that are monitoring and like you know kind of keeping track of the meta. I think you, there's a little bit of work being being done with that already as far as uh, the different like BRS traits. 
I receive I receive occasional DMs of people saying like we need this, we need this, or we need that uh, for various like wearables and stuff. And I think that's great. I think we, there's we should be looking into that more and have and people can dedicate some some energy to like building tools to to analyze the meta so that we know okay we we definitely need this certain wearable for this like distribution of traits because we don't have that currently so that would be really really useful i think and it'll just become more and more useful as the game evolves and we have uh more more things to to consider yeah absolutely very anecdotally i was struggling yesterday to find like optimal uh wearables for a couple gachis that are all positive traits because the eye and uh pet slots mm-hmm. are like uh, almost all those are are largely negative um, so we'll see what we get in the next raffle yeah i mean it's like if that's a that's a perfectly good proposal for the for the committee or for like for the dow if someone thinks yeah we should we definitely need like this wearable with this certain amount of traits that's a great um it's either a DAO forum proposal or it could could be a snapshot. I don't know if it needs to go to core proposal, but it's like it'd be great to have community feedback on which ones we need or which ones are which kind of trait distributions, uh, trait modifiers are currently uh, underserved in the in the meta. Because I mean we're monitoring that as well, but it's good to have like the community also kind of engaged in that process. I think. Yeah, I guess that's kind of running up against the bounds of like where we're at in this sort of the cocoon version of of the mm-hmm. DAO, right? Where you you know sort of sort of figuring out like Pixelcraft is obviously you know you guys are making pretty much just the decisions for gameplay and like what new wearables come out. Um, so that's sort of an interesting interesting bound of like how does the DAO fit in there with like giving feedback to you guys on uh, obviously those those are probably not as binding since, since you guys have creative control over like what what wearables come out and and uh, and how the game is going to be made yeah we, we, we want to get to a point where like we're basically building the the, the foundation um, as we've pretty much done with Avagachis. you know we our, our foundation is pretty much built at this point. And then wearables, like some, yeah, it'd be great if we, if we had a kind of a budget for how many wearables we should have, because it's uh, part of it is we don't want to, of course, like have too many wearables. We also want to don't want to have too few. So that's kind of a, an interesting thing we could think about implementing. Because we, you know, we get we get partners all the time. People always want to do wearables with Avagachi, and at some point right now we're in a good spot i think because we are quite low on the ratio so if we if we knew kind of how many wearables we want to have per avagachi then we would we would have like a nice little budget we could kind of use for uh allocating those and then once we have that then it's like okay well what kind of wearables do we need do we need more uh do we need more face wearables do we need more eyes uh, do we need more hand wearables that lower spook? 
you know, all, all sorts of decisions like that. So, and then, and then the final one is like, what are those wearables? What, what kind of aesthetic are they? And a lot of times that will line up with partners that, especially like the raffles, we love doing um, partner raffles because it's great exposure for Avogachi. Uh, it's a great new way to, to get people interested in Avogachi. Like the upcoming uh, little giveaway that we'll be doing with a certain high traffic website. Ooh. So, yeah, I mean, I, we I, we had this conversation about the balance uh, and the the wearables budget, like quite early on. I I don't think it really led to anything, but it's it's a good uh, conversation to restart now that now that we are. Like wearables are going to be important in the game. So if you do, if you have too few of them, then you're going to have a lot of gotchis that just won't be able to participate um, actively, and they'll be, they'll feel they're they're like one class away from a liquidator. Basically, they, they'll be naked running around. So we don't want that. We also don't want to flood the market with too many wearables. So exactly. Yeah, it's been interesting seeing the kind of push and pull where um, I think right before Haunt 2, the prices of gotchis and portals were sort of getting jacked up and then Haunt 2 hit. And now we see the price of gotchis and portals going down and the price of wearables going up as all these people realize like, <laughs> oh shit, there's now yeah. like two and a half times as many gotchi, you know, potential gotchis out there, but really, you know, right now the same amount of wearables. Um, so I'm sure that'll even out over time, but it's just interesting seeing in the sort of market play out. Yeah. And I also be part of it was just um, the NFT hype was, was even more hyped like two weeks ago. We, that's one reason we are also seeing like wild prices, 20 portals going for like 3000 ghosts. There was just more money in the space. So what, what happens? We are kind of isolated in a way because we have such a strong community and uh, such a strong value pr proposition but we are kind of also part of the larger NFT market. If, if, if the money in NFTs kind of dries up or goes away, or, um, then I'm sure Avogadji will, you know, the floor prices will, will go down a little bit. Probably, probably not nearly as much as the majority of the profile pictures out there. <laughs> I think we'll be pretty well insulated, but it, we'll have an influence for sure. Yeah, the JPEG market is taking a hit, <laughs> big yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. The loot market is basically—it's all kind of dried up. Everyone just kind of made all these derivatives, and that didn't last too long. And uh, the JPEGs are having a rough time. But it's like yep. <laughs> it's, it's weird because it feels like it goes through these. Uh, swings like like over the course of just a few weeks where it'll like pump up five thousand percent and then everything drops 70 80 percent then it pumps back up and it's yeah. like so it's people panic so quickly so it's just like give it a little time but that's why i love this project because the time horizon is like forever essentially so it's like mm -hmm. i remember i I've, I've seen ghosts go from two dollars down to 94 cents back to two dollars like you know so it's it's going to be, it always moves a lot slower than the rest of the market where it just like, you know, Ethereum dropped 25% at some point earlier in the week where we barely like saw a blip. Yep. Yeah. The majority of gotcha holders are just 
not going to sell no matter what. They're just holding on to their wearables and gotchies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so as far as like uh, action forces or uh, action groups, task force, uh, I think there's a lot of good ideas floating around. Um, I, I think someone said the, the word committee is kind of has bad vibes. So I, I think yeah. I agree with that. We should probably call them something else. No one likes committees. They're, they're, they feel like bureaucracy. That's not what we want. We just want, uh, I think the friends committee is a good example. Like eventually it'll have, I think it'll be able to do on chain, um, transactions, but what I, if we went with like the PP kind of model where you, you delegate to a person and that, and that address is then able to create the on-chain transaction. I think what you'd see emerging is these various working groups and they would come to a conclusion and then they would basically try to drum up enough, uh, you know, ghost power to be able to make some sort of on-chain transaction. So that's, that is one, one model and you don't need a, a committee, a formal committee to do that. So I think we should, over the next uh, couple of weeks, everyone can have a think on that. And uh, we're, we're, we're talking about um, Ave governance. Cookie says, See, who's PP are we modeling? Uh-huh. Ave has, they have great PP. So things like, you know, budgeting, what should we be doing with the Dow treasury? Those are all great things to, to think about. And, but then if you think about how to take action on it, it uh, becomes more murky because it's it is quite of a, a difficult thing to structure if, if someone applies for a grant or they apply to do a marketing proposal or something you need to have some oversight on on who making sure that they're hitting their milestones and things like that and then you know those the guys who were actually doing the work of for example if we had a balancing group or we had a we have the friends committee and they're, and they're putting in a lot of work. They, the Dow should be rewarding those, those members as well with ghosts or, or some other kind of like compensation. So that that's also kind of a, an on-chain transaction. But we're going to make it guys. We're going to figure it out. <laughs> there's, there's lots of great examples. I mean, colony has some interesting stuff. Ave governance compound we're not not uniswap because their their government sucks but there's a lot of good examples out there (laughs) yeah (laughs) a lot of good examples out there win realm gameplay video soon when we're gonna yeah yeah raffle reveal I, I unclocked Zapper now includes Avogadro. I noticed that, but they don't include like they included just my ghost. They didn't include my actual Avogachis or the wearables when I was using because I posted uh, like a net worth kind of flex <laughs> on Twitter, and uh, I noticed that Zapper didn't have the full value of the gachis. Speaking of flex, I'm loving the flex meme. Zba, did you start that? Yeah, that's super fun. I gotta do mine. Yeah, I think Zebot. I think Zebot started it. 
<laughs> everyone uh let's see let me let me post that or someone post it in the chat here everyone go flex your gachi i think it's a it's a great thing to do flex that shit i'm gonna do mine i gotta find my strongest one though it's a, it's a question i gotta redress him they're all spread all over the place Yeah, so good. And tweet, yeah, at two people when you do it. Yeah, I tagged Fallon. Let's see if, if he also flexes on us <laughs> with his insane gachi. Do we know his, he has a Twitter? Yeah, it's called, I think, Fallon Gachi. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Fallon Gachi. He'll, he'll, wait, he'll wait until the very last minute. And yeah. <laughs> Someone also made a Twitter list with the the, the PFPs. So they want to. If you got, if you're on, feel free to come and show that. And I also saw on Avagachi stats that you have like a. Uh, I don't know if he's off on or not, but he has like a, a sponsored listing. That's pretty cool. Is that? Oh um, yeah, I also saw that. Is that? Uh, is that like? Do they? How how does someone get on that list? I think you, email? yeah, I or, think he has a form and you, you just pay like one ghost um, to get listed for, for some amount like, of time. Is it automatic? Let's see. I'm going to click on promote. It is a great, these, I love these tools. These are like so cool. Some like a, we get a ton of traffic on the site just from these tools. Yeah. Avagachi stats is, is amazing. It's probably my most used tool. Yeah, it's number, if you look at the referrals, I don't know if you guys know about this, but it's kind of cool to see. Uh, this is our, we don't use Google Analytics because it, it does cookies and all sorts of tracking. So we, we uh, sacrifice amazing analytics for user privacy. So we have this cool uh, widget, Simple Analytics, that kind of tracks um, who's on it and it gives basic information looks like avagachistats.com is higher than coin market cap and coin gecko and then ghost ghost.gg hanging in there so very very cool to see that and that's been it's been like that for a while we get a lot of a lot of site views from from our our partners here so great job jared yeah, I also saw that MetaMask is pretty high up there. Has anyone ever like seen hmm. seen that MetaMask interface? Yeah, I don't know what where that. Let's see if we click into that. I don't know. It's like home.metamask.io. Uh, it's probably from the app. Like if you open Avagachi on MetaMask, I bet it's from their browser. Oh, yeah, that's possible. But you can look at the traffic we did. We didn't, our, our biggest traffic has, it was back during the initial Haunt 1 launch. That, that was so nuts. But we almost made it back to, to that peak. We, we, we were just, just a few people short. Well, about, let's see, we, we had 21,000 visitors on the auction day. And we had 30, 36,000 on Apparently March sixteenth, so not even not even the Honda. 
punt day was March 2nd, 26,000 visitors. Really not not too far off. And I traffic is definitely, you can see it's it's just steadily going up over the last uh, couple months. So it's great to see that. Yeah, with the Realm sale, this is just going to go exponential. Yeah. We'll, we'll easily hit new all-time highs for, for site visitors. Yeah. Russia, it's, I always see Russia at the top, but I don't know why they're always at the top. But it's it's interesting to see because I don't I don't know if they're how big the apparently the Russian community is is pretty big. I think a lot of uh, Americans are using VPNs because some <laughs> stuff is is blocked in the states in the land of the free. Yeah, I don't know. Would you use Russia as your as your host though? I don't know. <laughs> I, probably, I personally I wouldn't. Hong Kong, but if you're in America, you're probably gonna you're probably gonna use. Uh, I don't know who would you use. Who do you? Who, what network do you use for for America? Bahamas, really? They have fast internet in the Bahamas. Yeah. Uh, maybe Canada yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I VPN into Moon's desktop. I know he's got the he's got the super he's got the super fast connection. He was able to get all the Venley mustaches. So I've yeah. been I've been VPNing through his through his connection. Guy, yeah, we've been we've been uh, speaking of like speed and stuff. Uh, he's probably not on the call, but um, former CTO of Coin Market Cap Mavis has been doing some amazing work uh, helping us set up the architecture for the realm. And I saw on a, a screenshot, an internal screenshot, they got the ping down to like 18 milliseconds. <laughs> it's wow. and it's like, even if you're, it's it's you're, we're gonna be able to have tons of people online at the same time in different regions of the world, and there's basically not going to be that much latency because of the way he's he's set it up with some very very cutting edge architecture. Uh, the only time that you may have a little bit of latency if is like if you're if you are in the U.S. and you're playing someone in like Korea, and you're both in the same spot at the same time, like fighting a liquidator, there may be a little like 300 milliseconds of latency for that. Assuming you assuming you have like legit Wi-Fi, you're not on like a crap connection. But he's done some amazing work with that, and uh, that's really going to help us scale. And have potentially hundreds of thousands of of players, millions of players, playing this game all at the same time. It's gonna be nuts. That's awesome because that's the big. I I don't play Axie, but my understanding is that's the big big against Axie right now. Right, is that they're basically basically just not playable because of the the latency and network connection. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they're. I mean, they're. I'm sure they're doing a lot of work as well. But it's it's harder to. It's easier to build like a a new system, than like a legacy system and trying to upgrade it over the time over time. So we're trying to get it right from the beginning, so we don't have to go back and like, change the engine of the plane while it's flying. Also easier when you're on a network that has like, two second average walk time. Yeah. Yeah. Someone says about the Gachi world. Is Gachi world safe? Uh, I think it's, I haven't seen the issues with it, 
And but I would like to say that the pet operator is very, very close to being deployed. So the pet operator is a functionality that basically mimics the normal operator of the contract, but it doesn't include all the permissions uh, for transferring. So it's basically just a way to let someone another contract pet your Avogachi, and that's pretty much all it does. And it'll be done very, very soon. We're in the final stages here of, of uh, looking over it. It's, we, we actually had to simplify it quite a bit. So, and I'm, I'm excited to get that finally deployed. Because then, once that's done, then we can have gotchis being pet while they are bridged over to Ethereum. Which is... Yes. Yeah. And actually, the pet, operator, one, the pet operator approval, that... It, that sticks around even when the Agachi is transferred, right? So the way we decided to implement it is, um, so if you if you transfer it to another wallet that isn't uh, isn't approved, then it won't have that approval. But if you transfer it into the bridge contract, which is actually the Avagachi Diamond, actually any Avagachi in the in the Diamond will be pettable by anyone. That's actually the the way that we ended up solving it. So it's like even even Terrence McKenna can finally be pet, even though he didn't he didn't uh, consent that he's still going to be pet by everyone. <laughs> so no consent. If you're in the bridge, you don't need to give consent to be pet. You're just going to be anyone can pet your gachi because otherwise it's a uh, it's quite a difficult problem to solve. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I think that's I think that's basically that's kind of what I ended up doing. I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but what I ended up doing so that I could keep keep my gotchis on a hardware wallet and still pet them was I just made a, a like super, super simple smart contract that it basically is just it basically just wraps the interact function. And then the idea with that is that you give approval to that contract, which only has the interact function, and that interact function is public so that anybody can can call that function um, right and thing that sounds like you guys have done just that you know once you approve that contract anybody can pet it as long as they pay the gas. um well you uh not i think it's a little bit different once you approve if you if the avogachis are in your wallet you'll have to approve the contract yeah to to like pet them but Approving that contract doesn't mean only that wallet can can pet it. So I guess I mean theoretically, if you approve a if you make a a smart contract, a pet operator, and then someone else like is able to wrap that smart contract and and pet with that one, I guess uh, theoretically, like anyone could could pet it if they wanted to do that. I I think I have to think about that. Yeah, I was talking with the with the whoever was doing the Avogachi world, I, I think doing it, I think doing it the way that I've sort of laid out might be the better standard going forward for anybody who's doing a third party like petting service, because then, you know, users, they're only giving approval to this like very, very simple smart contract that all it's mm -hmm. doing is just wrapping the interact function. And that way, like even people who don't have any coding background can look at it and say like, Oh, okay. This is like ten lines of code. I can see exactly what it's doing. Like all it's yeah. doing is just calling the interact function, 
And then if people want to build these like third party adding services and make them as complicated as they want, um, <laughs> you can just build that around this wrapper contract. Um, yeah. And the other nice thing is they can then go in and like the people who are operating these these other services, they can upgrade their contracts and change their contracts around without having to get mm. users to reapprove the contract because all the user has done is approved this sort of global petting wrapper. Um, and then anybody else can can sort of build around that. Yeah. I thought that the, was kind of cool. the wrapper contract is the is the uh, pet operator. And that's then, basically the pet operator, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think, uh, you know, it's uh, the the original idea is of hand pet avogachis. I think I think there'll be still people out there who are, are hand petting forever, and I applaud them. And they, you know, they may if you're hardcore petting, there there may be a chance that you can out out pet the uh, the bots. But I mean, it's getting more sophisticated now for sure. We got like you guys are using like Gelato. And like automation services, which is which is super cool. I saw the guy from Gelato actually chatting in one of the the servers. I think it was was it Gachi Care. So super cool seeing seeing him like hanging out there, Hilmar. <laughs> it's really nice to see that. Uh, we should definitely you know engage with them them more. Maybe uh, I, I heard they were going to do an airdrop, but I guess it never never happened, or or maybe it will eventually. But the the this, it's it is like a balance right so hand hand pet avogachis will be kind of less and less maybe there's a maybe there's something we can do that that uh kind of changes that or i think it'll just be an arms race now but it was it was bound to happen anything that can be automated in in blockchain will be automated so we we with the pet operator, we just want to make sure that people are their gotchis are safe and they're not gonna be like rugged. So that's the main reason that we're adding this. If if people make auto, petting services and stuff, like it's gonna happen anyway. We just want it to happen in a safe way. Gotta wrap your gotchis up. Yeah, because I'm definitely not comfortable just giving access to my gotchis to some smart contract. I can't understand anyway. Yeah, people do it on OpenSea all the time. <laughs> they just they just give approval for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Trust that they're not going to rug you. Didn't some guy he got rugged by OpenSea the other day? Actually, the guy who blocked me on Twitter he got rugged by OpenSea. Wait, was he the guy that had like a hundred thousand dollars of like NFTs destroyed by accident? Uh, I think he was part of that. It wasn't him, but he. He lost his. He lost the first ENS domain that had ever been minted. I don't know. Did he lose more than that? I'm not sure, but I know he lost the ENS domain. So he was having a bad day that day, I think. But he blocked me because <laughs> of my GBM auction tweet. Because <laughs> like it looks like a, it looks like a uh, an ad or like a spam post that I, that I see twenty of every day. Like I'd be a little, I'd be a little salty too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened there with OpenSea, but I mean, it is if their servers, uh, you're basically giving permission to their smart contract 
which is controlled by their server. And if their server screws up, then like, oh, we got a new petting emoji. What? Where? Which server is that from? That's amazing. Then if their server messes up, then like, yeah, you can get rugged. That's amazing. Thank you, Cookie Thief. Super shadowy. Super guild. Thanks. <laughs> All right, guys. It's midnight for me here, so I'm going to sign off. But this has been awesome. Everyone, we got lots to think about. We got Dow V2 on the horizon now. We're expanding the team, so we're going to have even more dev muscle to help build what we want to build. So let's make sure we build some epic stuff, especially the DAO and the structure for how, how we want to make decisions in the future. Um, we, we all want to make sure we have great input on that and we do it right. So whatever, assume that we can build every, anything and let's, let's see how far we can get with that. Awesome, man. Oh, I like the, so much. I like the pump-up speech. We should always end we should always end these with a coder damn pump-up speech. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, fam. I'm gonna sign off. So you guys keep going or uh end it here. Either either way. So we'll chat later. Have a See good you. weekend, everyone. Take it easy. GN. GN, sir. GN. Chien, or good day. We were we started off the the Gachi Gang hangout talking about good morning versus good afternoon versus saying good day. Uh, so it's always good morning. It's always yeah, good but, morning. A good a good day would be GD, which is just like goddamn. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I'm a good morning maximalist. <laughs> Doesn't matter what time it is. It's always a good morning. It, it's always morning somewhere. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, never leak true location. Yeah. <laughs> I love that we uh, we learned so much today and talked so much about the realm. Like that I'm really excited for it. Like it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, I I can't wait. I'm I'm getting more impatient every day. Well, it's like we have so much coming up. Like I know we have um I I'm like rarity farming season 2 is going to be fun and then uh just like the raffle, uh, the auction for parcels, it's all going to be like so much good, like so much fun. Yeah, there's so much happening. Yeah, the hundred, the hundred and twenty days of. I, I feel like I was, I've, I've been tweeting about this, like all the stuff that's coming up in the next couple months, and then when the hundred and twenty days of Avagachi post dropped on Medium and just laid it all out there, um, that was like just overwhelmingly bullish on this project. Um, it's going to be awesome. It's awesome. Uh, if anybody wants to come up and speak, uh, this is the time to raise your hand. You can tell us your gotcha story. If you have a, uh, you know, anything you want to say, uh, if not, then we'll probably close the space in like the next few minutes. Uh, but yeah, raise your hand or drop it in the chat. I've been here uh, while you guys were talking. After Coder Dan said that like naked gachis are basically a step above liquidators, I started buying a whole bunch of uncommon wearables. Oh, Doxy, we're bringing you up, buddy. What's up? You guys hear me all right? Yeah, we can hear you great. Cool. 
So um, I was thinking about uh, rarity farming coming up. And one of the things I've kind of floated, and I want to just hear what everybody thinks, is uh, what do we think about extending the tail of um, like BRS rarity farming past 5,000? Mm. Yeah, I think we could extend it to like, I don't know, 10,000. I'm not sure how many gotchas there are right now. But I think we could extend um, rarity farming rewards just because the lower end of of the rewards, they're not much. Like even if we extend it to right. 10K, it doesn't hurt the top gotchas by, by much. Right. If you're adding like another couple thousand gotchas worth of like 50 ghosts, that's not going to make such a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, so according One to thing. Abagachi stats, um, 12,672 portals in total have been claimed. That's uh, 5,500 from H2 and 7,100 from H1. But we also had 436 Abagachi sacrifice from H1, which is three more than like a couple weeks ago. So people are still sacrificing. Oh, no. Yeah, like... We could also talk about maybe uh, extending the reward pool because right now it's 2 million ghosts, right? And we have 3.5 million available in the pool. So maybe we could extend rewards, but also put more into the season two pool. Because I'm not sure if, if we're going to have another rarity farming season until after the realm probably not because i assume it takes a lot of death time it takes eight weeks so maybe it would make sense to to give more rewards to season two participants yeah i mean i guess the question is always right it's just a trade-off of how frequently do we want to have the rarity farming seasons and is there anything in the roadmap right now that would replenish the, the rarity farming uh, pool besides besides the bizarre fees, like another haunt or another. Because my, under, my understanding is that like the land auction is not going to fund rarity farming. It'll fund uh, like land yield in the game, I think. Is that right? Yeah. I think that's what Dan said, yeah. And I think that also makes sense. Yeah, I guess every uh, season of rarity farming will be funded by the new haunt of Avagachi sold. Yeah, or wearables. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think that's why, I know Jesse's mentioned this in the past, he's kind of a big proponent on not going all out you know, not emptying the pool every time because, you know, then maybe we hit a lull in new users coming on and there's just not a demand for a new haunt. And then, you know, we we don't want to be in a situation where like people are pushing for a new haunt just to get more rarity farming rewards because then you're just you're just diluting the value of your gachi to try to get more rarity farming rewards. So, Doxy, do you think that we should extend the leaderboard to 10,000 or something like 7,500 since there are 12,000 Avagachi at the moment? 
Nope, you have another person raising their hand. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. F-W-E-S-D-V-A. Uh, you're welcome to the stage. Um, am I on? Yeah, you're on. How do you pronounce your, uh, I guess, your name? Oh, yeah. That's just, I just type random stuff. That doesn't even have an pronunciation. <laughs> I'll probably change it, like, next week. Um, I just had some thoughts about how to, how our attributes, our BRS attributes can be applied in the realm. I don't, I haven't thought about it too much. You guys thought about it a lot more, but this is just what I was thinking. And I'm new to the community since Aunt 2 kind of brought me in. So um, I got a few gotchies. Um, I missed out on Haunt 1. Um, I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, RPGs. I, I don't play any anymore, but I used to play RuneScape growing up and uh, Elder Scrolls growing up. So I was thinking, um, if you guys haven't like thought, if it, there's no like plan set in stone yet, I was thinking what would make sense to me is that these attributes like brain, spookiness, since both extremes are supposed to be good, like small brain, big brain are supposed to be good. I was thinking you could think of it as parabola, where like a small brain gives you like, well, the, well, there's two things. Well, I was thinking these stats are should be thought of as parabola. And the way the reason I say it's a parabola because um, they should affect another another your skills in 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 game in realm. Because these attributes don't um, really apply to they're not really called magic or like or swords or um, like weaponry or fishing. And I think um, these attributes could kind of affect how what your skills will your skills score would be in in realm, which could kind of be leveled in a up separately from the attributes, but they're heavily affected and by your um, by your BRS attributes. It's kind of like how in Elder Scrolls, I posted a picture earlier up somewhere where there's like, you got your strength, intelligence, will, luck, and um, all those affect like how good you are with a sword. And if you all, if all you level up in, uh, whenever you level up is strength, you won't be able to like conjure anything up or um, shoot fireballs. So I was just thinking um, these attributes shouldn't really affect like your ability to see far. They, they, they affect your ability to see far, but only so much as there's a whole nother skill that people can understand. Okay, this is my see far level and it's affected by these five attributes, my spookiness brain and there's seven attributes. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense to you guys, but um, I think it's actually pretty common in um, in almost every RPG. There's like you got your like fortitude, will that makes up your health bar, because none of these really even talk about health. Um, you got like aggressiveness or aggression, um, but none of them really gonna tell you how much health you have. I don't even know if we have health in this game. I, I know I'm going on a long rant, but. Um, I'm even thinking about like if there's going to be like a PVP in Avagachi realm, and if I want to find another Avagachi, how are you going to? Is it just purely off of BRS who's going to win, or the? Um, but um, it, it could be some skill involved too, right? How good you are at last hit or hitting and stuff like that, dodging. Um, that's just some random thoughts. I don't know what you guys think about that. If you guys thought that before.
yeah, that those are some pretty interesting ideas. Uh, floor sweeper said, uh, please condense, write up a proposal. Uh, I think like Dan isn't in here anymore, and I'm sure he he'd lo he'd love to hear your ideas. So maybe you can write it up um, and either put it up on on the on the forum or just tag Dan so he can yeah. also take it into consideration. Okay, yeah, I think it would be good. And um, I think some of the wearables should be more defined, whether they're like a weapon or armor, or if it's just like a purely visual thing, like, okay, this is going to make you glow. Because I don't know if all of these wearables, I just got in, right? And I'm like, okay, is this, why is this one more worth more than the other one? I assume the energy gun was going to shoot. But this, like, basketball, yeah. I don't think I can use it as a weapon, but who knows? Um, that crossover has to be good enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking. Like, um, there should be a little more distinction. But I think they, um, at some point, once you make that distinction, it'll be fair to everybody. Um, but I think it needs to be more thought out. Whatever I'm saying is, just, even if you guys like it, it needs to be well thought out and proposed to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, like Notorious says, uh, items should maybe have classes. Uh, and it would be cool if if you and some other people that are interested in in those gaming mechanics like could come together, maybe form a DM group or something, uh, and brainstorm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like to see that the game is fun. I think. Um... I loved, uh, I loved, I, I think I gave away my RuneScape account because I was so addicted to it. I think I played like, um, that's one of the reasons I didn't like do well in high school because I played some RuneScape. And I was free to play, like I was trying to grind. Um, so, so it was like tough. <laughs> yeah. I, I was also free to play and just spent so many hours just like mining whatever their the ore was just a yeah, just like smelt it. <laughs> core iron or what is it? Iron coal to make um, steel. steel. I think. Yeah, I remember that. Or like uh, like fishing for lobsters or something. Oh yeah, I think I was like really good at fishing and cooking. That's like the only thing I did for money. And I eventually got like my rune. I don't think we could do all that in uh, something like this, because uh, but I think there should be some element of free to play. But uh, they have to like yeah. invest in their gotcha there, first. But. Well, there definitely there there definitely is a a free to play, the and that's one of the things. Yeah. The so the yeah. right. So there's going to be a liquidator, um, basically free character that anybody can go out and and get one of these liquidators, and those liquidators can run around the map and basically do you know just like we were doing in RuneScape, running around and collecting uh, resources that are just laying around on the map. And then it'll kind of be like a game of capture the flag that they have uh, safe spots that they have to get back to. And if the liquidators can get back to the safe spot with their resources, they can then sell them on the exchange. Um, so there's definitely going to be free to play. And I think we'll, I think we're going to see a whole new wave of people come in, um, you know, just seeing what's, what's going on with Axie, where there's all these people, you know, every day I feel like there's another story of like these people in the Philippines who like, didn't have a job and then just started playing Axie and like now they can afford a car to drive their family around. Like, I think we'll start seeing a lot more of that coming in to, to Avogadro, which will be really cool. 
talking about more people coming in, uh, I just was thinking in general, um, what if, if we can, um, you know, incorporate other NFT communities into the metaverse? So like, let's say if you're a board ape guy and also own a Gochi, then maybe you can do something in the in the metaverse with your original, or, you know, like, you know, board ape club guys can do something in the, in the metaverse, use their land and build something. I mean, I think that'd be super cool to uh, have people who own other or part of other communities also come in. Yeah, there's definitely a, um, I know that one of the uh, items that you can build on your land is sort of like a display, you know, almost like a museum or something. So I think you will, I think even at the beginning, you will be able to, you know, just people will be able to display other NFTs. I think that is a really cool idea of having like maybe functionality, like maybe if you have a board ape, maybe there's like a better class of liquidators that you can, you know, that you can get for free. Um, That'd be kind of cool. So I think we'll definitely see more of that yeah. as I did as see like, I did see like Sandbox is doing something like that too. Um, they're buying a lot, they're collecting a lot of NFTs from other just like the yeah, JPEGs and then helping them have a community on their metaverse. Yeah, I think that would be super helpful. I mean, for example, I, I have one of the rocks and I would definitely like to put it in the Goji metaverse and see if that gets some kind of uh, you know attraction or some kind of a uh, hype around the the, the Gauchi metaverse, right? So something like that would be really cool. And there are a bunch of punk owners as well who would probably want to do something like that. Yeah, and like the, the devs in the past, like Dan and Jesse, they've talked about how they want, they do, like they 100% intend for this metaverse to be, like it is a game, but it's also, they really want it to be a metaverse. So they, what they've said in the past is they see it as they're sort of building just this framework that, you know, that the community and other communities and like we all can build on in the future. So that, that I think is going to be really cool that there is this, this sort of gaming play to earn aspect, but then there's also, you know, hopefully going to be um, more of a, more of a metaverse where, you know, people can bring in their, their other NFTs and have them interact with the metaverse. So it'd be really cool. Super excited. I've been, been here since day one, literally since the curve started, I think right after the private sale. And plan to stick around for real long as well. So yeah, super excited about whatever the the team's doing. I mean, I think uh, this is one of the best teams I've seen in the space. I mean, whether it be crypto, NFTs, whatever that might be, uh, super ethical, super transparent, know what they're doing. I mean, uh, yeah, I think I, I think that goes a long way. Having a you know having a super team, having a good jockey goes a long way, basically. Yeah, I get I get so excited every time I see, you know, you'll see people tweet like, what does it mean to like do your own research? Like, you know, find a project where the devs are like docs or mostly docs, where there's a really good community, where they're, you know, they have a, more than just like two developers and Avogadro just fits all of those things that it's this, you know, super experienced team, like Semi backed by Ave, you know, like a, it's too good to be, but it right, is true. Right. Yeah. I still, you know, even though, even though we have gotten a lot of hype and a lot of new people coming on board, I still am constantly just like, it, it still feels like a, like a secret, you know, like a hidden gem, right? Like, are, are we really, yeah, like, there's really, there's really not more, you know, people are, people are spending millions of dollars on like JPEGs of basically like a shopping list. And we're over here with this, like, 25 person, you know, full-time team building out like this future metaverse with these, 
you know, gaming, DeFi, everything all rolled into one. Like, how is this not, how is this not more hyped at this point? Um, yeah. Actually, that's super bullish to me that it's still under the radar. Yeah. Yeah, that market cap is low, baby. It's low, like, think of uh, the Board Ape Yacht Club, right? When they launched the Mutants, they took in $100 million, essentially. And the game they produce, like, to me, I used to be a Board Ape owner. It was garbage. Like, I think our games are so much better. But everybody on Twitter was so excited. Look at what this team is doing. They got this game. And it's like, you you haven't played a real game. <laughs> like, you got to check out some of this Avogachi stuff. Like, this is, you know, like, I look at Chicken Derby and Zed Run and all these other things. And I'm like, they there's no, none of this is going to stand. This, like, what we're doing is a, a lot more innovative. Yeah, I mean, that's what's crazy is that our, our community developed mini games, right? <laughs> our like significantly better than most of the other NFT games that are out there. Um, what was put together in the game jam last week is like significantly better than, than a lot so of the, the, the funny thing, Dom had that petting thing, right? That whatever, that, that Gochi, whatever. Uh, yeah, yesterday about that petting thing on chain. And I, I, mean, I was just laughing that we've, we've done this and, you know, crossed all this and people like in awe about something like that, right? Um, I think in, in due time, uh, Gochi will get it's you know due also and i think uh, it will be explosive when that happens so yeah, yeah. just a matter of happening yeah 100 uh, speaking about the future i just have a small question about the trades uh what will be the trades needed for um, the metaverse to like uh, for alchemica uh, i still don't don't get what the trades are needed is it the eyes are the eyes will be uh, viable or not for uh, the metaverse or not so do you guys have the answer? So I think in terms of, I I don't think we have like 100% clarity from the team. Um, so in terms of getting the Alchemica, there's sort of going to be two ways that you can get it. You can farm it on your own parcel, what, what I think they're called channeling Alchemica. Um, and to do that, you're going to need kinship, which is what you build up every time you pet. Um, so that's when you're on your own parcel, you channel um, with the with the kinship. And then I, I think for the other traits, my understanding is it's just gonna kind of be like you run, you know, you'll have an Avogachi and you'll just like run, the alchemical will sort of appear on the land and you just like run over it. Um, so I, I think that's all the clarity that we have right now. Um, I'm sure there's gonna be some, you know, Maybe if you have higher energy, you'll be faster, and you know, so that'll be more advantageous. But um, I think all that remains to be seen. Okay, thanks. I'm just going to step out, but I just wanted to say that um, I have, you know, some friends, big NFT whales, who've started noticing Gochi and want me to onboard them and into what they need to buy. So I'm just saying, um, just wanted to, you know, give this a little alpha leak that I think whales are coming and um, yeah, people should probably hide their gochis and their portals. Yeah. That's, that's really, that's really good to hear. And definitely, I mean, the thing I'm always pumping for people is just this community, which is, I think just as important as having, you know, good devs. Um, I'm always just telling people, you know, if they have questions, just hop in the discord because there's a bunch of us who've, you know, been around the game for, a little bit who are always in the discord happy to answer questions and it's just it's kind of shocking when you go into a different discord and there's like a lot of toxicity um 
and then you come back to the Avogachi uh, Discord, and it's like a breath of fresh air coming in and being like, oh, this is like, there's civility here, and people are happy to answer questions. So, yeah, definitely, definitely keep pitching us and tell people to check out the Discord. Yeah, tell them to also sign, uh, subscribe for Music City Gotcha Gang on YouTube. Just a little show, real quick. Right? Uh, you have a URL for that? Can you just stick it in the chat? Uh, yeah, I'll drop it in the chat. All right, cheers. Later, guys. Cheers. Web, did you? I just brought you up. I don't see where you went. Raise your hand again. There we go. What's up, What's brother? Up? What's up? How you doing, man? I'm doing well. I can't complain. Dude, I missed all. I missed all the sweet talk, all the sweet chat last weekend, all the sweet chat this weekend. I had a date. I got married last weekend. Okay. Did, was the date with the? Congrats, man. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. I'm a slave now to more than just my gochis. <laughs> Dude, wait till wait till you have a kid. That's when that's when your time is really not your own. Oh yeah. You're being fit, man. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, exactly. Nah man, what's new? Anything did they talk about anything cool earlier today? So much stuff. We were talking about um the realm Another... potential uh trait uses. Uh oh. yeah. That's cool. I'm sure they're going to figure out something. I'm sure they don't want to break it too bad, you know, like make it so that like too many gochis are unviable versus like making some gochis just oh, too viable, you know. It's going to be interesting to see how they tweak it versus uh, like the trait distribution like number, you know, because you yeah. don't want like you don't want like a hundred to be, you know, a hundred times better than a zero that would be ridiculous <laughs> yeah they were talking about um just balancing it uh between like you know if you have a high high gachi like a near you know depending on the bell curve like high yeah. energy you might be faster but there's some like downside to it where low energy there's a benefit oh. to that as well oh okay that's cool i'm glad that they're thinking about that yeah because then i was i was sort of looking at like the haunt one floor for example like today and like it's just looking thin on a lot of things and like it wouldn't take much for like any of these particular like niche like sets to sort of break out like crazy like price wise just like seeing uh seeing um you know sort yeah. of what the team is thinking as far as uh as far as like what stats are going to be viable for different like kinds of gameplay that people are interested in yeah, the floors are super thin, especially when you get up to some of the like legendary and mythical wearables. There's just oh, not. Oh yeah, you're looking at like two. Like I just uh, dude, the Mohawks like 40, 40 bands now. Yeah, the Mohawks for expensive. a Mohawk. It's crazy. All right, guys, I gotta I gotta roll too. This is uh, fun as always. Stay See you guys bearded. next weekend. See you in the Discord. Uh huh. For sure. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Yeah, uh, I, I have a, I was streaming this to YouTube and there will be, I'll release the audio a little later on Anchor uh, nice. for like Spotify. So there was, because there was a lot of stuff that uh, was talked about. Um, as always, they're always dropping little hints like. Uh, yeah.
Well, I'm sure they got to talk it out. You know, it's like complicated to even organize for them. I'm sure. Yeah, tons of. Uh, they tons don't want to break their game. <laughs> yeah, they're you know, Coder Dan gave like a little uh, like a speech at the very end about like you know how we're just gonna you know anything's possible and that we're kicking ass, we're moving forward, like we're gonna build out like big things, and I I really enjoy hearing that. It's also kind of fun. Yep. That's the way it's going to be, man. It's going to be huge. Yeah. There's only one Avagochi, you know? Well, no, there's actually, there's like 14 other copycats now, but <laughs> wag me, yeah, gotcha. But they're not, they're not us. They're not Avagochi's. The yeah. They're not Automatic. You know, they're not, they're not, uh, the whole, the whole thing to me is like they're not proprietary to Ave. You know, it's not like the partnership, like branding opportunity there that the caliber of that, I mean, really can't be underestimated, especially when you consider uh, what kind of footprint they're going to have with, uh, with what Abe's building, like that social footprint. They're, oh, yeah. they're working on like social platform. As soon as we get listed on Abe ghost, it's like, it's over. Dude, it's going to 10 X like in a week, the market caps a hundred million dollars. Yeah. It's uh, there's a lot of room to run. <laughs> It's insane. Like all they have to do is incentivize it a little bit and it'll go to a billion. Nah, I'm sure it would sell off along, you know, sell off some along the way, but I don't like, I mean, it's just when, when you consider how much of it's not a, not liquid, like, you know, being deployed for, uh, like staking and, and liquidity pools and, and just in, downright like wearables and gochis like the the uh supply on it the circulating supply on it's just not high enough to uh to keep the price from pushing up like if you look at the spread on binance on any given day like if we're dumping like three four percent like if you look at binance like you'll see like to to go down another two percent it'll be like there'll be 10 times as many people trying to buy than there are to sell like on the on the biggest exchange in Asia. So like people are trying to buy this. They just don't want to push the price up a whole bunch along the way because they're trying to get the wearables and the and the uh and the go and the gochis. Like I I have a feeling there's so many whales just trying like people were talking about whales trying to get in. I have you have no doubt in my mind that like there's big time whales thinking like how am I gonna get a freaking you know, buy a hundred fifty thousand dollar, hundred fifty thousand ghosts without doubling the price of this thing, and wrecking myself along the way. You know. Yeah, and it's like it's, you know, once the uh, yield farming aspect of the realm is launched, it's gonna. I think there's gonna be a lot of people coming in, even with the free to play. But having larger investors come in is always good too. Yeah, well, I yeah, mean, it's... when they come in, they're gonna want like good stuff. What were you saying, man? Uh, yeah, I think the realm sale is, is going to bring in a lot of whales. Like even just Yield Guild, if they want to participate in the sale and, and buy a bunch of land, they have to get Ghost first. They can't just buy it with dollars or, or with ETH. So they have to accumulate Ghost before the sale. It's it's almost impossible for, for the price to to go down by a lot if big players are going to participate in the sale. I mean- you see how like little we're dumping now with like yeah. choppy markets 
like it's just I don't see I don't see anything but up as the as more interest comes in for the land. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, you saw some there was some pretty crazy action when the GBM auction came around. Yeah. I think uh people on Twitter first started to wake up uh and and see the potential in Avagachi, but then the shilling like died off again, as it always does. But I'm sure some of those big Twitter influencers and whales will stick around. And I have a feeling they're trying to exactly just. I feel like they're not trying to pump too much because they're trying to accumulate. Yeah. Yeah, some of them are are definitely going to stick around. I'm sure there are also some influencers that just like try to get in on a pump and dump, but. Yeah, some of them are are definitely still buying. It was interesting to see uh, what happened with Gochi, the Gochi floor, and uh, the portal price, and like just with the volatility there and the emotions. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if like we would have pumped a lot harder if like that weird stuff didn't happen, where people got like spooked on the on the on the bad uh, portal entry price, and then like you know. With the uh, the fervent buying action as the poor as like you know your emotions yeah. are running high near the end of the bidding and stuff. Yeah, but I think we're we're getting uh, we're gonna get a a second round of those all of Gotchi assets like Gotchi's wearables pumping into the realm sale as people get interested again. Because if we didn't have Haunt two, I think prices of Gotchi's would have just gone yeah. up much further oh so yeah i, I think we'll see a second round of that and even for for haunt two gotchis like 250 ghost is in my yeah. opinion way too low it was a great oh it is absolutely it's it was a testament that we didn't like crash everything when we doubled our uh more than doubled our supply yeah you know what i mean yeah. like the fact that the haunt one floor only went down 100 200 ghost i mean that's that speaks like volume for about the appetite for gochis for me yeah definitely and i can remember haunt one gochis were also around 200 250 ghost at one point yeah and then like suddenly you saw the floors go to 500 600 it can happen fast and if you're now selling at 200 250 like it you might like regret the- it yeah, the other day there was one person that came in and bought like fifty gochis. There's only ten thousand of them, you know, for yeah. Haunt Two. Like, it doesn't it doesn't take many people on a global scale to do that and you know be dissatisfied at the price level before it pushes up. Yeah. Yeah, it always makes me laugh when I like when I, earlier in the year, like being in the Discord and people complaining that like, oh, you know, six hundred dollars or eight hundred dollars for a for Avagachi, this is a rich person's game. And it's like, have you ever bought, like, if you buy any other NFT, people are like, you, you buy a cool cat, it's like $13,000 and it has no utility. I mean, other than like other things that they're about to launch. So it's like kind of the value proposition is like for some people is very weird. to like kind of like when I'm thinking about like, this is, you know, how are you deciding like what, it, like what is too much? It, it doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. Yeah, I mean, when you, and you, the crazy thing for me is like some of these wearables are still dirt cheap. It's like that seems like a better play almost to me, like from a scarcity point of view. 
like you can always go back in and 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 have like available liquidity to directly pump your own bags if you you know what i mean like you always have a, a source to go back and just buy back your own you know your own wearable if you're if you think that it's not bumping enough for you like you can you can be your own little market maker if you think that something looks attractive Wow, I didn't know the baby bottle floor is now 725 ghost. When I bought it, it was like 400. The, yeah, those, those legendaries. Uh-huh. It's that price point, man. It's like it's like that 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 middle class like reaching price point, I'm telling you. Yeah, cuz I have a uh one of the crowns and when I bought it originally, the crowns were 350 ghost. I remember because my girlfriend at the time thought I was nuts that I put like basically $700 into like a a digital crown. But now the floor is 829 ghosts. So, you know. Just don't tell her about all the gotchis and and other wearables. We broke up. She was jealous of the gotchis. It was a thing. (laughs) She was jealous? There was part of it. I talk a lot about this. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't petting her enough. You know, it happens. (laughs) Damn, sounds about right. I don't want to end up like that. I got to be careful. Well, share uh, girlfriends. How many? If you have more than one gachi, give one to your girlfriend or your wife. Yeah, we're married now, so yeah. <laughs> well, she owns half of it already, then. So yeah, no, I I'll tell you what I bought though. I bought I got like uh, not double mythic guys, but there were two there were two cheap looking uh, USDC gochis that had. Super rare eyes. I don't know if there was a bug with that shit, but they're super fucking rare eyes. Super rare. I got them for like 300, 400 ghosts, respectively. I got a mythical rare low eyes. It's crazy. I can't believe yeah. how cheap the gochis are right now. I'm with you on that, man. People are, at, as soon as you can start cash flowing these things, when the game comes out, it's. It's a no-brainer, dude. People are going to be buying these things up big time at these price levels. Yeah, yeah. I do I think mean, that with the rarity rules. farming and and realm and everything, as soon as people are are done with gambling and just dumping at floor, uh, I think price uh, floors are going to rise pretty quickly. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how uh, wearables, like, if they're value proposition for in-game performance is high enough that they because i figure that price is going to be after the game comes out a lot of price action is going to be determined less by the same market dynamics we've had thus far and more by uh like uh just like rental markets and how they perform and like, let's say your wearables, yeah, they're nice and they're good for rarity farming, but that only comes around when we've got a lot of, you know, money coming in to the ghost treasury and, you know, there's a lot of activity in that front. And, you know, maybe we can drive that more ways, but I feel like the rental market's going to be a big determinant for price action as soon as like game launch and, and everything like that. And I'll be interested to see what kind of edge the wearables give as far as like performance in the game and like what kind of kind of use case there is and uh how that changes because the way i see the prices now i mean the gochis look dirt cheap compared to wearables and the wearables have been doing good because they're super scarce they're obviously going to perform well price wise but maybe like game use case just 
has more of an effect on price than than we're allowed to believe now because it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at some point, maybe rarity farming won't even be necessary anymore to, yeah. to give wearables value. Yeah, maybe UBI is like base level and then the wearables give you, you know, nominal boost, street cred, anything anything beyond street cred, you know? Yeah. Well, Coder Dan said earlier that basically uh, a naked gachi is just going to be a step above a liquidator. So I started buying yeah. wearables immediately while we were talking because I was like, wait, I got 16 gachis I have to dress and half of them are naked. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, strategy. I got some naked. I've got, I could I could buy clothes for for them, you know, like cheap ones. But it just seems like more worth it to have more portfolio size appropriate wearables. Yeah, that's fair. I I also don't have all of my my gachis equipped with with stuff. How many gachis do you have total at this point? Uh. Between the Haunt 2 ones now, I've got like 14, 1, 2, 3, 4, 7, 8, 12, 15, 15 now. How many Haunt 1s? Uh, 9. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I have... Four Actually, 10. No, I got 10 now. But one of them is for sale. I only have one for sale. The other ones I just like loaded up on Spirit Force and just like, you know... Parade. I'm like, you know what? I believe in this shit enough. Like, I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be important. I, I think that they thought about doing this for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have 20 gotchas and I think 15 of them are haunt one. I'm just, just keeping them, petting them every day to keep the kinship high. Yeah, man. I can't believe, I can't believe how high some of you guys have gotten. I'm like stuck in the twos still. You guys are in the 400s already. Yeah. There Way are more. a few people who've petted since day one, just every day. Yeah, very disciplined. I have not been that good. <laughs> yeah, I, I went out to a bar yeah. last night, and I completely forgot to pet my gachis. I woke up this morning, and that flashing heart, and I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I think I'm still in like the 28th, 30th percentile, just like being almost 300 on a lot of mine. But uh, yeah, definitely kudos to people that have been – that good yeah life, one, life sometimes makes mine difficult yeah i have one that's a 337 kinship the others 286 and 295 then the rest are like in the 60s and 70s yeah i'm trying to decide if i'm gonna like try and keep uh my like best gochis like keep their kinship high and like not drain it down and like make them more attractive collectible wise and then, like, just use all the other kinship I have from, like, all my other gochis for whatever I need in-game. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, man, I guess, like, you could just not – I wonder how, like, important it's going to be to spend your kinship. Because, like, if you just don't spend it, you have a way bigger – you have a way advantage on, like, people that are playing the game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. if you get installations, then you don't really have to – I don't think you have to spend the kinship because the kinship is oh. used for channeling interesting but i'm not sure if like the game mechanic is like if it interacts with the installation in any way yeah i don't know i think they're imagining like something like clash of clans like interaction i don't know if you guys have played that game but i figure that like sort of the way that like your little base like produces 
your stuff, you know, your yield in the form of their in-game resources that you can trade for ghosts through pools, which they're going to incentivize, which hopefully everything works and doesn't break. Um, but like you have like your little base with your buildings and they protect you against liquidators and like people don't want to raid your buildings that are producing stuff. And so like, they'll have a certain amount of stuff that you can like, you can destroy the building or whatever for a little bit and it would probably be less productive or you can steal a little bit of like what it's produced before the owner comes back and like claims it. And I guess maybe they're envisioning like the Gochi sort of like a building and you also can have buildings that do the same thing as the Gochi. Like maybe there's just different ways you can play. Maybe you need a unit. Maybe you can just have land. Maybe, you know, maybe there's going to be different ways to interact with it. Yeah, there's there's so much stuff that can be done with the realm. Yeah, I can't wait till they come out with more literature, man. Yeah. Just so I mean, I'm sure that they're doing all that they can, just like working, working off yeah. what they've already written down, like trying to live up to that image. Yeah, especially with like raffles and sales and and bazaar improvements, yeah. like, they have oh, so yeah. much to do. Yeah, the arcade, oh, yeah. like so much stuff. Seriously. Yeah. That's why it's great to hear that they, they've expanded their team to, I think, they said 25 plus now. Yeah, man. It's, it's only going to keep growing. That's a pretty big team. Yeah. It's one of the biggest NFT teams, like, in the space, really. Yeah. Actually, for even, for a game like this. Yeah. Even Ave only has, like, I think Mark said 30 or something. Yeah, it's like 37. Something it's thir- like that. OpenSea has 37, grown. and it's dealing with, like... Oh. Four billion dollars of volume a month, which is insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it only like that's the thing is that they they scaled on what they had the whole time, and really the liquidity there has a lot. You know, they have a lot more equity probably than the people that even started Ave. So like the the size of Ave has a lot to do with all the idea capital and all the people behind it just as much as it has to do with like you know the team and how many people are on it like people are putting their money towards an idea that they believe in and that has value and that's what that's why we trade it at that price and there's not as there's not enough people to buy it all up at that price at any given point in time everyone hopefully here knows that (laughs) (laughs) yeah Cool. Well, <clears throat> this is a lot of fun. I think I'm gonna shut it down because we're almost at three hours. And shut uh, it down, oh, man. God. Yeah, <laughs> we're de- we're an- we're degenerates. Look at how many people are here. Yeah, Look there's at how many people are here listening to listen to to us talk nerd. Yeah, I love it. It's I love getting Jesse and Coder Dan involved in these. Like, I, I'm so happy that they come every week because yeah, man. this is their creation and they're very like nerdy about this and we share that all together. So it's like. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We can all be autistic together. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> Spectrum. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, hopefully yeah, we'll, hopefully was... we'll just all be billionaires one day and then we'll all be on our on our Gochi yachts in uh in those Mars that get set up in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> on Gochi Island. Yeah. It's okay. Some will happen. They'll they'll build it. Trust me. All right, boys. All right. 
Hopefully, hopefully I uh, I get the get more people next time. I was late. I was busy. Well, the three hours of this is going to be on YouTube, so feel free to listen to it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll I'll don't worry. I've got I've got some time squared away for it later already. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good night. Peace out, guys. Take it easy. Thank you all so much, Moon. Thank you as always for uh, ju- jumping on stage and talking. Yeah, thank you for hosting. Yeah. See you. See you next week. Yeah. Take it easy, everybody. Goodbye. Yeah, there you go, friends. That was uh, our Gotcha Gang hangout. We went almost three hours. A lot of alpha dropped, as always. Uh, shout out to the team. They're always like killing it. And to everybody who's uh, who was listening. If you have any questions, uh, I'll be in the Discord for a little bit. Uh, as always, you know, it's me, No Futuristic, Music City, Gotcha Gang, at uh, No Future Photo on Twitter. Thank you all so much for listening, and have a great Saturday. Thank you.